This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Ian Boltzmann. Show. It's Monday, the and um, coming up on the show today at two thirty, we have journalist and author Tom Phillips. He's going to be in the studio talking about his new book, Humans: A Brief History of How We Fucked It All Up. That's at two thirty. Then at 3.15 we have comedian, actor and writer Kate Berlant on the phone ahead of her debut Edinburgh Fringe show. Communicate. Ahead of it. Fringe has been going for a oh, week. Oh yeah, it's already been on, hasn't it? But, yeah. Then at 3.30 we have uh, actual relief player Tommy Martin. Huge hero of mine. Difficult one that for me. Excited. Tommy Martin. We're going to be talking about the Steve Prescott's Johnny Vegas Bowls. Crown Green Bulls Ooh. tournament it's up this, uh, this Sunday Welcome to the show, the 101st. No, it's the 100th show. It's the 101st. That's it's 100 last week. No, it was 99. We had all them callers. Remember, you went, you went off then. Do you know what happened? What happened? Oh, I don't know. Oh, it's these <laughs> shitty headphones. I love, by the way, that when we come in the studio, there's people twatting about with cameras and that and putting things on the wall saying happy birthday, but nobody gave me any headphones. Hmm. The things that are actually important to a radio show. Didn't get any of them. Um, you fill time quick. Okay, you're swapping your headphones. I'm just going to say to tell people know what you're doing. I'm no, just you're doing, swapping do you over some headphones. No, no, I'm not. The, you're the presenter. You do the. Presenting. Yeah, but I'm too busy doing a job that somebody else should have done. Okay. Right there we go. Hello, one two one two. There we are. Um, Tommy Martin's covering for Johnny Vegas. Yes. Um, yes. What? He is. What's the matter? No, I was just going to say why, but then I was like, maybe I shouldn't say why. We can say why. Um, he's well, actually, I don't know why. Do you no, know why? No, no, when we spoke to I know that Johnny's... Bev, he's film Bev is his PA. Yeah. Um, he was filming something... My PA as well. Oh, your PA as well. So Sometimes, he's been, he's more part He's been filming time. something today. That's right. Uh, nothing serious. He's had a little onset injury. Oh, has he? But nothing serious. She was very clear. Nothing oh, serious. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Right, yeah. 
She made it very clear it was nothing serious, but then she said, can we have Tommy instead? And we were like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm de- well, I know Johnny, so I'm delighted to speak to Tommy Martin, someone I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather that than Johnny. What's he done? We don't know. Nothing. <sighs> she was very clear, nothing serious. I hope he's broke his leg. Have he broke his nail? Could have broke his nail. That wouldn't be serious, would it? No, or like a little, you know, blister. Maybe he's broke his nose. Oh, gosh. Well, that, he's that broke his serious. nose and lost an eye. I mean, that would consider... I think that would be serious. I don't think he'd consider it serious. To lose though. an eye? yeah, yeah. Johnny Vegas would not consider it to be serious if he lost an eye. I don't think so. Well, what would he consider serious then? <laughs> Losing a leg. Oh, right. He prefers his legs both to his legs, eyes. Both legs. He'd have to oh, lose okay. both legs. So both eyes This is then. pure speculation, by the way. I don't know this for a fact. No, it was definitely not the fact. She didn't mention that. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have said it wasn't serious if he'd lost both his legs or his eye. Or broke his nose. he's lost his head. His entire head. That, but it's quite, not serious. serious. If you'd lost your head, right, say you were kidnapped by ISIS now. Yeah. And they chopped your head off, which they've done before. Oh, yeah, yeah. To other people. <laughs> Would you consider that you'd lost your head or that you'd lost your body? That's an interesting question, isn't it? Well... Because if you think about it, the brain is in the head, mm-hmm. so your cognitive thought would be in your head, so it wouldn't actually be losing... You wouldn't think, oh, my God, I've lo- my head's been chopped off. Well, that's technically true. But you wouldn't think, oh, my God, I've lost my head... Because you've not, because the brain's in the head, so you've not lost your head, you've lost your body. Do you know what I mean? But you've still lost your head, haven't you? Well, you know, you've not lost your head. That implies that the, mo- the important part of the body is from the neck down, but it's right. not the important part of the body is from the neck up, isn't it? But the phrase is off with their head, isn't it? It's not off with their body. It doesn't matter what the phrase is. I'm saying, why is that used anyway? That's wrong. You don't lose your head, you lose your body. Okay. Well, either way, I, don't, I hope it doesn't happen to me. No, but you live in this scenario. With no body, yeah, 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 just a head. Yeah, I don't know if I'd like. I don't know. Not no, 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 no. I'm saying you've got to like it. Okay. No, I'm saying you've got to choose it. Right. But if it happened, I think you should consider that you've lost your body, not that you've lost your head. I mean, yeah. If I was alive with just my head, I would definitely consider that I lost my yeah. body. Yeah. But your body is still moving as well. Oh God. So your head is still cognitive aware, mm. and your body is still able to move. It just doesn't. It just doesn't have. The instructions to set it out to move. So is it in the same room as me? My head. It can be near, nearby. Well, it'll be, it'll be initially nearby, certainly. Okay, couldn't it be put back? Unless together? you ran really fast at a circular saw, and your body just kept on running. But even then, initially, it would be very nearby, wouldn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I hope it doesn't happen. Would you not like for an afternoon to have your body still alive, hmm. able to talk as well? Because it's just about got your voice box in. Oh, okay. Where the cut is. So that means my head couldn't talk because it doesn't have the, no voice box. No, it you, it has got a voice box. So I'm saying to you, so where it's, it's cut, cut it's left your voice box in. With your the voice body? Box is, yeah, no, with your head. Oh, head, okay. So you've still got a voice box. Yeah. So it's the bottom of your neck that's been chopped I off. I wouldn't love it, no. Would you like that? No, would, would you like it for an afternoon? Then? No, I don't think so. I would. Okay. Did I tell you that I wrote a film once, or a treatment for a film? called Rick Mail's Head. No. Before Rick Mail died, obviously. Yeah. And do you remember when Rick Mail um, had that horrible quad bike mm, accident do, and yeah. he nearly died? I wrote a treatment for a film that was um, using the reality, so using real footage and stuff, but he died. It's horrible oh, now because okay, Rick, Rick yeah. has died now. But at the time he hadn't, he was still alive. So it was that he had that quad bike accident, but died. Right. And then a uh, morgue worker stole his head right and reanimated it okay so basically Rick Mail would have played himself just a head in a box mm. it was a horror film okay just an evil head in a box I, that sounds did it's you ever did brilliant you, idea did you ever put it to him 
Um, I didn't, no. No, but I put okay. it... I, I mean, again, I put it to the right people, but then the right people didn't bother following it up. That was a film that was not dissimilar to that out with, by Jennifer Lynch called Boxing Helena, yeah, where yeah, he yeah. chopped her up and put Can't her on Can't get it now. And it was, I know. And I, it was, spoiler alert, at the end it was all a dream. Oh, well, I, I, it's something I've always wanted to see, but you can't, I I've can't get it. it anywhere. I'll lend it to me, please. I've got it, I've got it on a pirate DVD. Jennifer Lynch being David Lynch's daughter, right? And yes. Sherilyn Fenn in it, playing yes. Helena, yeah. also Audrey it's Horn. G- well, I, first time I saw it, I found it kind of sexy. Oh, okay. That film. Yeah. Not sexy that they were cutting someone's limbs off, but it was kind of a sexy idea. Um, and I've not watched it since, and I imagine I'd probably find it shit now. Yeah. But I've got it. I've got a pirate DVD of it with, like, a phony case and everything, you know, a homemade mm-hmm. case and everything. Um, do you, why is it not available, I wonder? No idea. Because it came out of the cinema over here, didn't it? And then I think on DVD. I don't know if it or... did. It came out on VHS over here. Yeah, really. yeah, and then it sort of disappeared. Hmm. Maybe it's never been released on DVD. I'd Maybe. Like just um, you can have my coffee and my coffee. You can have my coffee if you want. Oh, thanks. I don't drink coffee. Um, you can have my coffee. Oh, thank you. I'm curious about it. My coffee came from an ex-girlfriend, and ex-girlfriend had it and sent it me to borrow, and then we split up, and she I just, just ended kept, up kept it. keeping it. Yeah. She's probably got other coffees. Don't think she has. Oh no. I don't think she had a collection of them. She <laughs> bought it on like eBay or something. Oh no! Imagine if it's her favourite film. Well, I spoke to her since. She's never mentioned it. Oh, that's true. You would. I've got like I've got missing stuff with other people. Of course. Is anyone else in it that's well known? Just remember Sherilyn Fenn. Can't remember. Mm. Honestly, can't remember. I remember quite liking it, but mm. I bet it was rubbish. I bet it was shit. But if I watch it now, it'd be awful. Yeah. Might watch it when I get in tonight. All right, let me know. And I'll text you in the middle of the night just and say, know. fucking dog shit, mate. But I still would like to see it because, you know, some films that people have said are terrible, I've quite liked. And some films that are very big acclaimed. Like I watched a film recently, very critically acclaimed. I didn't like it. What one? Shape of Water. Oh, I've got a friend who watched that and she hated yeah, it. Yeah, me too. I really didn't enjoy it. Why? I didn't understand. I just, this means I'd like it. There's just one scene in it that irritated me so much that he turned it off. Uh, Can I tell you this before mm. you tell me this? Which way I remember, because I meant to say in the last show. When, um, what's that boy's name again? Toby? Yes. When he called Bev earlier yeah. on, Johnny's PA, right? Yeah. He was on the phone to her, right? And he, he'd left the door open here. Yeah. And he went... Really professional. Hi, Bob, it's Toby here from Football Radio. I'm um, just giving you a call. Ian's asked me to give you a call about Johnny Vegas. Um, if you could give me a call back, that'd be fantastic. We'd love to have Johnny on the show tonight. Um, and the number is, and then he went, oh, <laughs> three. because he gave this number and he doesn't three. know it. Yeah, yeah. And I had to shout through. They're very professional there, Bob. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just wanted to grass him up because okay. you're his boss. <laughs> Well, you know, that's all right. When, it's no. unprofessional, that, isn't it? Johnny, Johnny Vegas is a big TV celebrity. Big name, isn't he? That yeah. was his PA, that. And my PA as well. I do. And I don't want my PA, sometime PA, um, being insulted like that by, by members of staff. Well, you tell him off. I, I will tell Toby off. I'll right. say, you know, if you when you call someone, maybe just have the number ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because otherwise you just sound like you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. It's very, very unprofessional. Oh. Will you give him an f- official warning? Toby, it? don't do that again, I, please. I think it's gross misconduct. <laughs> It's not. I think it that's is. not gross misconduct. It feels like gross misconduct How to me. How does it? All the songs are the same as the last show. Was well, that gross misconduct? <laughs> I don't know, but it's not no. great, is it? Well, I'm gonna play. All, no, no, that's what we do. I'm gonna play all the same songs okay. from the last show. All right. Um, I'm not playing that again. I'm not being fooled by that. Everybody wants to be a cat again. Cat that's going in the bin straight away. Right. Okay. I'm gonna play a song, and then I'm gonna do a playlist. All right. Have you seen The Shape of Water? No. Don't. I think I'd like it. No. Is it not based on Hellboy? I know they've said that it's not, but it, it, it looks identical oh. to Abe Sapien from Hellboy. I and it's Hellboy. It's Guillermo del Toro, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's del Toro. But I just, I'd rather watch Hellboy again. 
But is it not just the same character? I, well, I, 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 didn't, I didn't think so when I is watched it. Is it played by the same bloke as well? Uh, no, the Ron Perlman was Hellboy, wasn't he? No, he was Hellboy, but Abe Sapien was the oh, fish okay. man. Maybe. That lived in a tank. Maybe. I haven't seen Hellboy for years, but I won't watch. I will not be watching The Shape of Water again. What was wrong with it? Well... Don't spoil it, because I've not seen it, and I'm going to watch it. I mean, there's one scene, and it's not even a spoiler to anything in particular, but it just got on my nerves, where she lives in a really nice apartment, and she Mm. lives with a fish man. She's having sex with a fish man. It's Mm. not a secret either. Mm. And the guy um, from Six Feet Under who comes in, uh, he's like, oh, why is there some leaking going on? So I appreciate the guy's a fish, and she wants to, like, put him in his habitat. They fill up the whole bloody bathroom full of water. He opens the door, water goes everywhere. Wouldn't you be... Then he just sort of smiles because they're doing it. Wouldn't you be livid and be like, why have you you flooded the bathroom? Right. It really got (laughs) me that annoyed you? So much so that I thought, I'm not watching the rest. But I did watch it to the end. Don't don't watch Splash. (laughs) (laughs) No, I like that. I like that. Well, why does that not upset you? the Little Mermaid. Keeps Daryl Hannah in a bath in that. Yeah, but he doesn't fill up the whole room with water. Literally, the whole bathroom was filled up with water. What, from floor to ceiling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She turns all the taps on. She doesn't care. She puts the towel by the door. And a towel up. by the door yeah, on the keeps bottom. it watertight. Yeah, because it doesn't let the water um, contains the water in, so it doesn't leak out the bottom and flood the rest of the flat. Yeah, that is bollocks. But I would also keep in mind in my own head that you may have misremembered it. No, no, that's how it happened. I remember it. So I remember how did thinking, they fill the room up? She turned all the taps on everything, and it just flooded, and it just flooded and flooded and flooded. I wanted to see it less that film when my friend told me that you don't see the man's fish knob. You don't know. I, Do you I, actually see him even shagging? There's no, there's not great. There's not a big sex. There's not really a big sex scene. If you know oh, what I mean, I there's like boobs some out under the water. And oh, she gets naked. She masturbates a lot. Does she? Did yeah. you see how much she say? She she doesn't see her doing everything, but she said she has a date, a morning kind of touch up. Right. And when she gets she gets up, she gets in the bath, touches herself, has some breakfast. Do you ever do that, Matt? What? Do you ever wake up and have one, even though no. you've got to go to work? Never. No, you must have done. No, never. Honestly, never. I always feel more tired if I do. Well, you know. I don't think I've done it. No, I must, I must have done. I must have done it before coming here. Oh, yeah, okay. I have no issue with that, it's whatever. But it makes you more tired in the day, and I'm tired at the best times. She wasn't times. tired, she was, she was very... She still had time to have sex with a fish. Probably fitter than me. <laughs> that was the Electric Swing Circus with Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. I don't. No, I don't either. No, that's a lie. Um, I've decided, Nat, um, mm. to have a competition with the listeners. Any of the listeners who are in a band... Yeah. <laughs> right? Or play a guitar or anything like that, or can play a piano and sing. Okay. Um, I would like people to send in their cover versions of Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Okay, all right, right. I like that, yeah, yeah. And we'll just have one every week, and we'll discuss it and rip it apart and stuff. Well, what if we, no, but what if we like it? Let's no, not but then we'll say, say it's great, yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, I think we should offer constructive criticism. Okay. Even if the criticism is just like, I don't think everybody does want to be a cat. Well, no, I, no I really don't think that they do. No, I don't. Um, but I'd like to do that, please. So can we say, because I, I heard about the hip-hop show before, and they're mm. all like... Got all the youngsters in, aren't they? Doing all the rapping and giving yeah, them a platform. Have, yeah. And I don't feel like we've given anyone a platform, really. Okay, well, I mean, we used to have, you know, Connor on the phone singing. But he just went away, didn't he? He just stopped he talking to then us. Then we had the other guy that rang up once. I can't remember his name. That other bloke, yeah. Sang, did you know, nice thingy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Thingy, wasn't it? Yeah, thingy. Do you remember thingy rang, no, rang but, and sang? So, yeah, I think so. So you want them to send in stuff, right? Barry's than... sung, didn't he? He sung some Erasure down the song. Oh, yeah, he did. Down the phone. The phone, yeah. Do you know that Barry called me the other night? No, I called him. And he went, I'll call you back in a sec. 
right? Because mm. I don't know what he was doing, but you know, bad, bad signal, whatever. So he called me back and he went, right, you've rung me just in time. And I went, why? He went, I've just been listening to your radio show from weeks ago. Yeah. I went, right. And he went, and you've just said to Nat, delete all um, erasure <laughs> off the oh, system. Right, yeah. And that Wheatus's version of A Little Respect is better than Erasure's. Yeah. And he was genuinely cross. Was he? Yeah, yeah, I think he was, yeah. He sounded cross. He sounded really upset. Well, he loves Erasure. So yeah, but we should delete it all. Why? I just think we should. I think they're dreadful. Just because you think they're dreadful, other presenters have played Erasure on their show. You can't just delete things that you don't like. Oh, are they they the, what, what presenters did that? Um, I think definitely on um, Stephen Lang's show they've played they've Who's definitely played Callum at Swigan would have pro- maybe have played Erasure other presenters on the station right. <laughs> what do they do there what do they do Stephen's a journalist Callum's a YouTuber oh well what do you know <laughs> <laughs> As, um, what's the lady called the one who had that party that time Lizzie Lizzie Cundy has she ever played Erasure well, yeah, I imagine she yeah, has yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I bet she has what about um, Mark Simmons yeah, is he one? Is he a presenter? Uh, he is a presenter. <laughs> is he here, player, yeah. right? is No, I don't think player. he has played Erasure. What about Mark Fingy? What's he called, Mark Fingy? He's been every day. Oh, Dolan. Dolan. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has he played Erasure? Uh, he would definitely have played Erasure, yeah. How about Justin Lee Collins? I'm sure he would have played Erasure. What about that thing Ed did with Joel Domit, the rock no, show? No, they wouldn't have played Erasure. They would have played a rock Erasure cover. If they had what played about, it, but I don't think they what have. What about when Richard Aaron did a show here? Did he play some Erasure? I can't remember. When he did it with Lou's, um, Lou Sanders. Lou Sanders, didn't he? Yeah. I can't, I don't know, maybe. What about Jared Christmas's show? Has he no, played he Erasure on we, that? No, he definitely didn't play Erasure. He didn't play Who done the show with Jared Christmas? Who um, was that bloke? Andrew Bird. And it was Andrew Bird, wasn't it? Yeah, they did yeah. a show together. Was that any good, that show? Or not? Yeah, really good. Was it? Yeah, yeah. 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 What shows from, because it's the 100th show of this... We're looking back now. That's a good idea, isn't it, for a running thing? Yeah. We'll look back over the years of Fubar. And we'll have a chat about all the shows that okay. have gone before. That's all nice. the shows that didn't make I mean, I'm having shows. trouble remembering things from a few weeks ago, in all honesty. No, so same, but, that's, but part of the years. fun will be trying to remember. Oh, OK, all right, yeah. So what about Richard Herring's show with Lou? How was that? I remember being a guest on it once and Lou was just checking her emails for the entire time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she just did some Are you admin. sure she was checking her emails and not She was doing admin. Okay. She was genuinely... Well, that's what she's like, isn't it? She was genuinely she's doing, admin, doing admin. And Richard just looked like he just simply didn't want to be there. Okay, well, there's, so there's that. That's the memory of that that's show. That's my review of that show. Okay. <laughs> right? Um, oh, gosh, we've got to cover Dark Days as well, though, haven't we? If we, if we do a history of football, because there are Dark Days. Yeah. You're right, Nat. There's just something in my tea that's bitty. Like crunchy bits on the bottom. Bit of crunchy tea, have you got? Oh, it's on my tongue now. Do you think it was lime scale from a cat? Yeah, I think it definitely was that, but yeah, it yeah. made me feel a bit sick. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. Um, well, that brings us nicely onto the dark days of football, doesn't it? Feeling a bit sick. Mm. So there was um, other presenters that came in, weren't there, and ruined everything. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Well, not about, ruined yeah. everything, because it's, it's here now. I know, it rose. Phoenix from the flames, wasn't it? Mm. D- despite his best efforts, it was seen. Right, okay. Well, we've talked about him quite a lot, so I don't know why we're not supposed to be for ages. Yeah, but you've you've pretty much said everything. Has he died? No, I I mean, I don't know that he hasn't, but I don't think that he has. He feels like the sort of person that would have died. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It feels like the sort of person that you'd find out had died six months ago. Okay. If one of them going, oh, do you know that he died? Right. People would be like, God, I I forgot all about him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Be that sort of thing, I imagine. Yeah. (sighs) Might be on, like, Russian telly. <laughs> ah, well, do you know, I haven't really watched that channel, but I remember there's, you know, it's been a fair amount of uh, 
<laughs> there was a show presented by. There's been a lot of comedians on that on that show on some sort of. Didn't news Jonathan thing you do on Jonathan Pye? I think he was on there, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, is he, it RT? Is it called RT Today? I think. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah, he did a show. I think that's sort of where his first platform, or yeah. one of the first platforms he was on. I think, that. and I'm thinking, I'm going purely by memory here, but I'm sure I heard an interview where he was kind of semi-regretful about it. I think. Uh, I think I. I don't know if he was regretful. I think he said he realised he got to a point with his videos where he thought he couldn't really be on that platform. Was he? But yeah, I know. Okay. I think I know that in terms of like they gave him a platform in the first place I don't think he was bad mouthing them I don't really know anything about it no I don't really know either <laughs> so it's just me I'm speaking with authority as if it's like a, a big bad propaganda thing but I don't even know if it is or not right I've got no idea I have, have you seen it no. ever no me neither I can't so. even remember properly what it's called <laughs> yeah it's true yeah RT today um, yeah but anyway so there was that presenter um, who came in but of course went on to bigger and better things and um, then there was Jordan was on, wasn't she? Katie Price. She was on before that presenter, though, wasn't yeah. she? How was she? She was nice. She was. Was good. she? Yeah, she was. I remember being in the other room, and her brother was there. Yeah, he's nice, Danny. He was lovely. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Nice and I, do you know what? I felt I had a horrible day that that day, of feeling a bit guilty about previous things I'd said about Jordan and that oh, on the old okay. podcast and things. Yeah. Not. I didn't feel guilty so much about her because I didn't alter my opinion on her. But it became very real. Mm, that you Rather than thinking of it as just an image, just yeah, a person, yeah, sure. and just going, oh, I can't stand that woman. It became something, oh, that's her brother. So she got a family, and her brother is really nice. Yeah. And she, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And the, the whole thing just became very real. And it, yeah, it, it's it nice. Felt she used to have her kids in there. They were nice. And she used to bring them in. Did you have cameras in there? Uh, do you know what? We didn't. I don't think we did in there, no. Okay, it's most unlike her, um, from my experience. Yeah, so I met him. Mm-hmm. Um, how was she as a presenter? Yeah, she's actually really good. She's well, quite, she, yeah, I mean, no, she was, honestly, yeah. Who did she do the show Mark with? Mark Dolan. How was Dolan? Yeah, good, he really liked her. They got on really well. Sounded good. She, she's pretty good as a presenter, I'd say, actually. Okay. Quite honest. What um, does she do now? Do we know? I think she's... I, I mean, I can't, I can't say I've kept up to date with everything, but I think that she's got a show a kind of reality TV show about herself. Right, okay. I think. I sort of want to know everything, though. Oh, I don't... Can you, Toby, can you Google Katie Price's movements? Can you Google... He's not there. Oh. This happens a lot, this, doesn't it? Where we just look over there to the person who's meant to no do it, and he's there. just not there. He's obviously gone to get the gas, I'd assume. Okay. Um, and then there was the woman, the lady... Lady woman, whatever. Wasn't she with Joey Page? Amy Childs. Amy Childs. Mm-hmm. How was she? She was nice. Okay. Yep. Was she good on now? She was not? good. I don't think she was the the right pairing with Joey. Okay. Who would be though the right with pairing Joey, with Joey? Yeah. Well, uh, do you know what? He actually doesn't. He hasn't got anyone now. He's doing the show by himself and he's enjoying. It. Although Just side, all by himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And loads of guests, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But you know, he was very good with Luke McQueen. He was very good with Cy Thomas. He's, yeah. He's, he's, These are all nice people. Yeah. I've been doing on my Patreon. I've been doing podcasts increasingly on my own. Okay. And I think it's an. What I thought was, I do they're called Cabin Fever Podcasts, and what I thought was, um, that for someone who's a radio presenter, as part of my gig, as mm. part of what I do, even though it's said he pretend, do you know what I mean? I'm not, like, a real radio presenter. Yeah. That sort of thing. Um, but I started thinking about how many presenters actually present on their own. So I'd be in here on my own with just a mic, mm-hmm. and how difficult that actually is. 
yeah you're just essentially to just keep talking, talking. Um, I mean it depends on what sh- if you're talking you're talking about in a talk radio format or a it music it could be anything but even on a talk radio format you still got to well that's know. trickier because on a talk radio format um, you've got to fly it, the flag first of all haven't you you've got to get, it, get you, people engaged yeah, in the so show yeah so the first sort of t- eight to ten minutes you're there you don't have anybody on there if you're on your own because you're setting up the show you're setting up the topics you're asking the questions um, and then after that if there are callers you will put callers on there or yeah so then guest, it's easy then, then you'll get a guest. it's easy then yeah I mean obviously there have been there are, have been shows with lots of times where there perhaps haven't been as many callers in mm. which case has that ever happened here where there's been like a talk a talk uh, format show well, no, that's it, had literally no callers no, so no, it hasn't, no. It hasn't. No, it yeah. hasn't. Yes, it hasn't. <laughs> the phone wasn't working. Oh, of course it wasn't, yeah. We tested it, didn't we, me and Ed, the, a week later. Mm. And it was fixed then, obviously, by yeah, then. Yeah, but it worked by then. Yeah, at the time it wasn't working. Yeah. Um, but on a music station you'd be fine, because you've got about like, 40 seconds to fill. Yeah, it's fuck all, isn't it? It's really so really, that's not even a job, is it? Well, I mean, it's a, it is definitely a job. No, yeah. you are literally a disc jockey then. You are literally putting records on. What? You're pressing a well, button. Press, yeah. And you're going, oh, we've had a text from Doris in Clock Eaton. Oh, what's that? That made up place. <laughs> I don't know. Clock Eaton. She wants to hear, I don't know, something by Beyonce. Yep. All the single ladies, obviously. Oh, poor Doris. I know, right? Oh, um, so, but that's easy, isn't it? I, don't, I wouldn't say it's easy. Oh, come on. I think we've got to have a nice voice. I don't think anybody, just anybody, can do it. I've got a nice voice. Yeah, I've got a nice voice. See, I changed my voice then when I said yeah. that. Yeah. Have I got a nice one? Um, no, on these podcasts I've been doing, I've been doing, I've been doing like up to half an hour, maybe like between 30 and 40 minutes. Right. I'm just talking on my own. Do you sort of plan what you're going to talk no, about? No, not at all. Just... No, ab- absolutely not at all. Mm. Um, and I think I find it quite easy now. Okay. Increasingly. Do you want me to pop out? Oh, no, I'm not saying that. But what I do do is I constantly interrupt myself. Okay. So I, I will often have a thought and go off on that tangent and then I can't remember what I was talking about before and I try and loop back to the conversation I was like yeah. oh no but I can't remember what I was talking about oh, I do that loads, a lot loads of presenters do that actually Who? loads of them on here they do that what ones name and shame um, like Michael Payne's done it Should be who's Nick, Michael Nick Payne Cowell's what does he do uh, what does what sorry what does Michael Payne do well he is uh, his main his living if you will he's a musician he's a rapper rapper um, and so and he was Nick Hell. yeah he's a comedian I don't know if you're aware of him okay there's a show here with Nathaniel Metcalf. Not really. Okay, it's been actually been on this show a few times. Nick Helmers. He might come back in, in August. He, he said because he's away for August. He was like, if you need me to pop in on any shows with the guests, I'm around because as he keeps telling me, why is he away? No, the show is away because Nathaniel's in Edinburgh. Nick is not in Edinburgh. Is it not Nick's show? It's Nick and uh, Nathaniel. Nick and Nat. That's what they call it. Yeah, it, <laughs> oh my it, God. it's taken me a while to get around yeah, to calling yeah, it him Nat. I was that. like, that's a bit odd, but but we're both Nat. So it's okay. Fine. But and what fan, do they do? What do they talk about? It's called Fan Club, their show, and yeah. they get their guests in. They have a, they have a kind of chat. It's, it's a kind of a geeky, like they co- talk about comics, they talk about films. Then their guest comes in and they ask them a few questions, like who's your, who was your popular culture That's icon? That's him a few questions. Is it always men? No, sorry, him or her. They actually prefer women, to be honest with you. Do they? The show, yeah. do they? <laughs> uh, they just think, because they told me that women are better. So oh, I liked okay. that. Um, and then they'll ask them about what their favourite film or director is. They get the guest to pick a song. So it's a very it's a nice show, but because we've pre-recorded some, because Nathaniel's in Edinburgh, yeah. Nick's just about. He said to me, uh, "Oh, so he's still got the shows going out? We've just pre-recorded but just pre-recs. Them. Yeah, like this is a pre-rec. This is a pre-rec. But he said, you know, as he as he says every week on the show, he's lived around the corner. Yeah. So he's like, if you need me to pop in at all, so I think like, he's lonely, Nick. Al. Doesn't seem it. No, doesn't seem lonely. But he's, I've seen him wandering the streets around there like quite a few times. Just on his I mean, own. he's a local, so it's not like he's just he's probably just walking home. 
I don't know. He seems to be walking very slowly like he hopes that somebody will say hello to him. Oh. Well. <laughs> That's how I imagine it. Oh. Um, I like Nick a lot. Yeah, I like Nick too. I met but, his dad on Friday. Why? Because after the show... Did you go for dinner? No, we were, after the show, myself and my assistant producer, Hannah... You going out with them? No, oh. after the show, because they were away for a month, they was yeah. like, oh, okay, let's, you, let's just go for a quick drink before we went off to a festival. Yeah. So we went downstairs, and then his dad was there, and I got to chat with his dad for a while. Do you think his dad's come down to make sure he's all right? Cause he, no, they were off they were Because he's really somewhere. lonely. No. They're off out I somewhere. get very lonely. There's nothing, yeah, there's nothing wrong lonely. with being lonely. No, he's actually, in, as he talked about on the show last week, he's just come off his antidepressants. He's in a quite happy place. Has he? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's all very well him inviting himself on this show, but he's not. We well, didn't say specifically this show. He just said if there are any. Sounds like it was mainly this. No, one. no, he no. Wants to make friends with me. And was... He definitely doesn't want to do this one. We didn't say that. He just said if there are any shows that need guests. Right. I'm about. Anyway, here's uh, Duran Duran and the. Uh... <laughs> Right. <laughs> I've decided to double drop now. Yes, please do. Right, I'm gonna. Because the guest's just arrived, but he's not ready. He's hot, it's hot outside. I mean, imagine if a lady came in here and I said she's hot. No, I'd still imagine, I would say imagine that. Imagine it was a lady guest, I mean, and I went, oh, she's hot. Well, you'd be technically be absolute correct. Uproar, but, you, but you can say it about the bloke. Can, I, I say about a man lad, You've never woman. met him, he walks in and you're giving it, oh, you're hot. No, I said he's hot. He's I've just got, I'm trying to put another song on now. trying to put another song on. Adam and the Ants, Picasso visita el planeta de los simios. Mm-hmm. That's what that song's called. I, I liked it. It's Never heard the it. Prince Charming album. What's going on with Adam, Adam Ant, by the way? You promised me some tickets for him. Yeah, I'm going to chase up the PR on that because they said that he wasn't really doing any interviews. I know you prick teased me on this because you sent mm. me a message of the week saying, July like Adam And I went, fuck, yes, I do. He was yeah. like my best one as a kid. Well, I mean, the, he, and then I thought mm. you were going to say, oh, we've well, got him as a guest. No. And you went, well, he's not doing any interviews, but, but the PR said you can have free tickets to his gig. I, I think it will happen because they've said, um, you know, like onto his personal guest list is what the PR said. Then they mm. asked for some links to the show oh, and shit. then we didn't hear back from them. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Won't so. It? This is not going to happen. Well, I think if you December, email it? someone in LA, it takes a little while to get through, doesn't it? So Maybe they're just listening far. through the shows now and dumbfounded. Maybe. Maybe they'll listen In to a this good way. Bit. In a great way. Maybe they've passed them on to Adam. I mean, you've had a lot of other uh, 80s personalities on the show, haven't you? We had. Major. Steve Strange. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. May you rest in um, peace. Jeff. Oh, um, Chaz Jeff and Goldblum. Dave. Jeff Chaz and Dave. <laughs> Do we have Jeff Goldblum or not? No. Jeff Wayne. Jeff Wayne came on. Miles Hunt. Oh, yeah, Miles Hunt. He's 90s, really. Fuzzbox. Fuzzbox were on last week, yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was her name from Bell Stars? Jenny Matthias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came on. Loads from... She came on twice, in fact. Yeah. God, you'd think I'd get free tickets for all these reunion tours now, wouldn't you? Because I've got on with all of them, apart from that second Miles Hunt interview. Oh, yeah. That was him. He was being a dick. That wasn't me. He was a dick that day. Maybe Miles knows Adam. Well, I've stayed sort of friends with Miles. Oh, okay, well, fine then. It's fine then. We'll sort it but out. But he was a dick that day. He was. Just angry, wasn't he? He was a dick that day. I um, yeah. He came on and started shouting the odds. Oh, I know. And we got on really well until then. He did, well, the, he did the music he, for the mental he, podcast. He did what? The mental podcast oh, he did, I did. He yeah. did the music for that. After the interview, yeah. No, before. Right. So what happened, I should explain, is that 
we had tweeted out what we had told him what time he was on and we had tweeted about it and he'd retweeted but then yeah, somehow he got it wrong and he was tweeting about why has no one called me yet and yeah. it was because you're not due on for half an hour yeah Miles As you would and then he came on air giving it yeah, really anyway angry. come on let's get on with it yeah, yeah, yeah really rude since then I've considered Miles Hunt to be Cockney rhyming slang Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, we're joined now by journalist and author Tom Phillips uh, in the studio. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. Have you got any um, celebrities from the 80s stroke 90s who've upset you? Um, <laughs> who've been rude to you? Uh, none that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, uh, Who's the yeah. biggest dick from show business that you've ever met? I'm all, actually, we're, I've, all been, I've been really lucky, actually. Like, sort of my random celebrity encounters have been uh, mostly quite nice. I get what well, I guess I did. Once, mm. uh, see, see that, I, see I that. Now, there's always I, you go. They've all been quite nice. Oh, actually, no, no, it wasn't really an encounter. But I did nearly uh, knock Kevin Spacey over when I was oh. coming out of a building once. Did and you? so, in retrospect, on purpose, he, he no, oh, no, okay. it, this was this was pre. And what did he? <coughs> and what, you know. when you nearly knocked him over, what did he do? <laughs> I just, well, I, I, I just went. Oh, I'm very sorry, very sorry, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. only recognised him like sort of after yeah. I was sort of like, yeah. Is Kevin Spacey one of the people that will get over this? Uh, do you mean is in work again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, well, not on House of Cards. Netflix have dropped him, but yeah. there is an, and then they replaced him in that film with Mark Wahlberg. But there is another film coming out, I think, that he's in. But I don't know whether. Hard to say, isn't it? Really, whether yeah. he'll be forgiven. No, I don't think it's necessarily about forgiveness. I think there are some people who would transcend that. Right. So who would eventually? Like I suspect Louis C.K. will. At some stage, because mm. I don't know how you can censor a comic in that respect. I don't know how you can, other than not booking them, but then he's going to do a tour or whatever. Sure, but I think I don't think Bill Cosby necessarily. But he carried well. on gigging, didn't he? Yeah, Bill he Cosby. Did, actually. Yeah, he did. Um, it's, it's sort of like I, I don't. Well, I don't know what my opinion is on it. Really, I, all, all I know is like, well, what are they going to do? Yeah, you can't just go. Well, I mean, Louis C.K.'s film that he was going to release has that been dropped Kane, entirely, right? And he's, I think it's from so. Maybe he will. Maybe he will take some time off and come back on a tour where he addresses what he's about how he, about for. like how he fucked up. Yeah, that's an excellent link. <laughs> yes, yeah, there was though. Wasn't that it? leads on. Yeah, very. I see. That was done a there. really that's good link. That's nice. That was smooth. I shouldn't have drawn attention to it. No, I, no, no. What I, you've I'm done the first now to is you. What you've done now is you've pointed it out, and so it's kind of yeah, it's not. It. But I was, too, magic, I was too it? proud of it to not. Yeah. Right. Just think, I didn't I'm, want somebody at home to think. Was that an accident? I want it to be clear no, that was very deliberate. And now the segue is just yeah. just getting ever longer. The more we discuss this, really, yeah, we could probably do the rest of it just on this rather than <laughs> actually getting on the book. Frankly, but I think you, we could just because I mean, you could have you could have if you just done it very. Oh. Yeah, 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 but that, again, because I don't want people to think that it was an accident that I fluked yeah. it. I want people to know that I was really thinking then. Yeah, and worked out a way of several steps ahead. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know. I, I, I sort of want to be given credit as as a thinker rather than some somebody that things that happen was, to by accident. I mean, there might be someone that doesn't really know what we're even talking about. That we no, say, no, that's that's why I'm dragging it out even more. It. Yeah. Right, okay, because now it will it's, seem even more impressive. It, it's a question in the mind of the audience now. Right. Like, yeah, this yeah. is once again yeah. you're another step ahead. Yeah, it's if, like this is radio mm. chess. This is it really is, and if anything, this is now making them intrigued this is really working in your favour because yeah. now they're hooked in they're intrigued why, they're like, what are they yeah, going to yeah. talk why about why is the phrase fucked up yeah so yeah. so central yeah, to yeah, what we're going to be talking about here yeah wow. so Tom what, um, why did I say it oh well I'm very glad you asked me that question yeah, yeah, um, it just so happens yeah. that I'm here to talk about a book uh, which I've written which is called Humans yeah. A Brief History of How We Fucked It All Up okay now notice then that you looked and read 
the name of your own book. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to fuck it up. Did no, I? But, know, like, but, but isn't that so how long did it take to write it? I wrote it terrifyingly quickly. So, like, did you? I, yeah, did most you? I, I wrote it earlier this year. Um, okay. Yeah, it was it was it was quite a mad sort of thing. So, yeah, there's, there's a sort of just going. Yeah, no, it is called that. Yeah, yeah, no, so I'm, you, I am right. You yeah, just yeah. not yeah. learn the title of your own. Well, book no, I, I mean, I, I, I know, but you know, you just you, you don't want to, you don't want to, you, you don't want to be that author who goes on your book and go, yes, I've written a book. It's called Humans: right. a, a Long History of How We Did Very Well. Oh wait, no, it's not. But it's not one of those interviews where it becomes apparent that the writer hasn't hasn't not written the book. That's what That's was. Oh no, I, def- I definitely. No, that, did, that did feel like a Millie Vanilli yeah, moment. Yeah. Then. <laughs> and Nat picked up on it. I'm just miming. Did you did write, you write this it? book? Because I know there's a number of um, celebrities that have got sort of books about themselves recently yeah. been picked up, and they've been asked a question about the book, which they can't answer when the book's about themselves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, my 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 celebrity is, of course, so. So vast. Uh, yes. The, the, I, well, I, I use the term for them quite loosely as well. I, yeah, honest, I, I, I have, have ghostwriters lining up. Prove you wrote it. Yeah, well, on page. You pick su- a page. You supposedly wrote this on page oh, one, four, three. This is, this is like an. Oh, this is. His like entire a, plan for the mission was based on his. Oh. What? Page one, four, three. Super happy fun colonialism part of Oh, so is this uh, John Ledyard, the explorer? His entire plan for the mission was based on the fact that he'd been to the uh, southern coast of Africa once, perhaps? Oh, that's really close. I think you did yeah. write it. You did write it. It says that's his good. entire plan for the mission was based on his personal calculations of two things. Oh, no, this is Columbus. Is oh, this I, Columbus? I don't know. Yeah, it might be Columbus. If it's two... Oh, calculation. It's Columbus! Yes, it okay, calculation two things. Right, so this is a bit about explorers who didn't mm. do very well. Could have yeah. been either of them. Um, but yeah, no, Columbus, he had... Um, what are the two things? Uh, so Columbus, uh, basically, when he was going, because he wasn't trying to find America, he was trying to find Asia. He was he was trying to find that. Uh, he was trying to find a quicker route round to Asia. Correct. Uh, and and he, he he basically uh, his calculations involved the uh, circumference of the Earth. Right. Um, and uh, so he was basically, and also like how big Asia was. So he thought that Asia was like. A lot long. I mean, Asia is quite a long continent. Yeah, yeah. He thought it was a lot longer, and he also thought that the Earth, because he'd uh, he'd basically got the wrong units. Um, he'd he'd based his calculation of how big the Earth was on uh, a Persian mathematician, uh, and so he assumed that when this guy was saying it's this many miles, he meant Roman miles. He didn't. He meant Arabic miles, correct. which are much longer oh. um, than, than Roman miles. I'm saying and correct so, like I know. I'm, I'm cross-referencing it with yeah, you. Yeah, it, yeah, book, it is right? in the book. Yeah, yeah. There it is. And so, um, so, yeah, Columbus, basically, A, he thought Asia would be a lot closer because he thought it was a lot bigger, and he also thought the world was a lot smaller. So roughly where it turned out America was, he thought he'd be bumping into like the coast of Japan or something like right. that. Okay. Um, and it had no idea, of course, that America was in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, uh, it, he only... He only discovered. He didn't discover it. There was an awful lot of people living there already. But like, um, yeah, he 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 only bumped into America completely by accident. And okay. frankly, he was quite lucky that America was there because otherwise, he hadn't packed enough supplies to get all the right <laughs> <to> <laughs> Um So that's because of a ninth-century Persian astronomer. Yeah. Do you know what he was called? Uh, no, I can't. I can't tell oh. you his name off the top of my head because it's quite long. It's Ahmad Ibn. Would that be right? Ibn. Ibn. Ibn, Ibn I think. Yeah. Muhammad Ibn Kathir. Al Fargani. Yeah, that that's the one. Right. Yeah. But I think that you probably have written this book. Or read you just said. Or read it very carefully. <laughs> yeah, but I just you, you, all right, you've revised this book. Either yeah. way, yeah, that's that's read. to be applauded, I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But, oh no, I mean it was it was because obviously like, you know, it comes out and like you, you sort of do stuff like this and, and often like they've read the book more recently than you have. Yeah. Right. I, I, I did an interview the other day and I was just like 
he asked me about something and I went oh I didn't revise that I'm trying yeah, to remember I, I wrote about this like sort of four months ago what did I what, yeah. what did he do I can't remember Why it's, you, it's, re- you know, it, it's like being in an exam and you're yeah, just going yeah, yeah. I know this I was in the but lecture it's about your own work as yeah, well yeah I know it's completely why mad. did you write the book what was the reasoning behind it okay so I think that there's um, basically like the um, no matter what your political beliefs are at some point in the past you know a few years five ten years you've probably looked around the world and gone like it's a mess. The world's a mess right now. Yeah. What have we done? How have we managed to get everything so horribly wrong? And uh, basically, just wanted to write this to go, don't worry, it's actually fine. We've always been like this. Like, the, the, the idea that there was some kind of golden age beforehand yeah, where like, yeah. everybody was very wise and very clever and heroic and, and uh, no, didn't happen. We've always been kind of idiots. Yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a sort of a... Um, Calming book, then, in that respect. Exactly. You know, I mean, people are a bit hysterical at the moment. By the way, I, I mean, you know, it's it's 2018. Everything is slightly on fire, and everybody's going a little bit crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and the, the, frankly, the heat hasn't been helping that. Like, yeah, it's yeah. especially, you know, you can sort of you can sense the 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 madness just sort of gradually I building wish, up. I wish Nissan were on fire. No, <laughs> enough with Nissan. He doesn't really like. Not a fan of Nissan. I wish don't, bur- don't just burn things that you don't I, like. I can't possibly comment on. I wish they naturally were on fire. Oh gosh. <laughs> No. <laughs> but yeah, no, there is something comforting, you know, like that sort of sense of both like Schadenfreude, but also like it is kind of like weirdly calming mm. to know that like no matter how bad a day you've had, like, you know, you, you're, you've had that day where like you hit reply all and now you're bitching in, e- in an email mm. to the person that you're bitching about. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. those kind of days you have, you just go like, okay, it's fine. That's fine because at least I didn't get my empire obliterated by Genghis yeah, Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, people have had much worse days in history than you have, no matter how bad a day you've had. Is this your first book? It is my first book, yeah. And you wrote it in, what, 10 minutes? Yeah, about 10, yeah, 15, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, you want to go back and check and, like, sort of perfect the, well, per- yeah. perfect well, the language. Well, just that little bit, though, that I read, then. Yeah. That would imply to me that some work has gone into this book, but you said you did it really quick. I, I, I worked very quickly. And okay, no, I mean, it wasn't, when I say quick, I mean, it was, like, several months. Okay. Um, but it, it wasn't, like, sort of, you know, just sort of, yeah, do that in an evening. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it was quite intense. It was... Uh, do you write solidly when you write? Yeah. Well, I mean, I pace around Sleep a lot and, and, well. and, 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 you know, sort of smoke cigarettes and then go like, and then stare at a blank page and go, why am I terrible at this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did I ever want to be a writer? You're an idiot. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I do, yeah. Then you sort of, you get into the, the flow of things and you, you know, sort of come to a few days later and go like, well, I've written 15,000 words here. Yeah, yeah. And I've now got like long fingernails and wild hair <laughs> and, you know, I'm... I'm and is it something? Do you, is that what you want to do? Do you want to write books? Is that your thing? I mean, it's quite enjoyable. It have, yeah. It's quite enjoyable finishing a book. Does, Occasionally, yeah. on the process of writing it, you're just going, "This is awful. <laughs> this, why? Why would anybody do this? This is a terrible mm. way of living." But no, it's, yes, it's it's quite quite nice. I mean, we'll see. Like you know, you have to persuade a publisher to publish them. Mm. Uh, so do you? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can publish them yourself. But you could do. That's, that's, what's it called? Unbound or something? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that, that could be all right. But yeah, no, I'd, I'd like to. You know, we'll see how this one does. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so if that's everybody easy. could go out and buy this book, then yeah. maybe published by Wildfire. Yep, Wildfire now, books. Now. Uh, lovely, lovely bunch of people. Yeah. Already out, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is in all good bookshops. Uh, most good book, yes, all good bookshops. I think. <laughs> What's uh, Buzzfeed? I keep hearing about Buzzfeed, and it says you were the editorial director of Buzzfeed. Is Buzzfeed baddies? No. no. 
Why do you think they must would be, be baddies? Goodies. I don't know. I, love, I, I like... got the BuzzFeed app. I love it. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. What is it? Oh, it's it's a news and entertainment website. So it's like it started in America, and I was editorial director of the UK operation. And they're, they're, you know, it's it's a really good thing. They started out like, you know, you'll have taken a BuzzFeed quiz, you'll have done it, you'll see oh, the BuzzFeed that, list. Reddit, I'm thinking of. What, oh, you think, what oh. you don't like? You think they're naughty Reddit. ones? I'm sure people said that Reddit's like horrible. Well, really? Reddit, Reddit's got horrible bits and also wonderful bits. Yeah, like, I mean, Reddit okay. has Reddit's people on it that comment and say horrible things, but Reddit has a, people on it, yeah. so you you get a mixture. Right, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Chortle, that was it. That was <laughs> the one. Chortle. What do you have to do to be editorial director of BuzzFeed UK? Because um, he says you were. I was, yeah. No, I left now. Um, so I could do that now, couldn't I? Yeah. Editorial well, director? Yeah. Don't fancy that? I'm, I can, I'm, if I can find out what it is. Oh, I, can stick, is it? I can stick him your CV. Um, <laughs> you know, it's you know, it's editorial director. No, what you have to do is you have to um, have been employed there uh, quite early on, and oh. then you start getting uh, uh, job titles that don't necessarily mean anything. Really, really? Okay, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. Really one nice. of those. Yeah, no, I was. I was a proper journalist and I was doing things and I was yeah. running teams, but yeah, like, yeah. I can't say that the job title, you know, uh, I didn't I didn't do a huge amount of editorial directing, you I know, know, but I did, I did a lot. Of, I, did a lot I did a lot. According to this blurb, you were the editorial director. I was, director I was the editorial director. director. And um, you studied archaeology and anthropology and the history and philosophy of science at Cambridge. I did, yeah. And the bizarre thing is, like... Did you? Because you say you were... An editorial director. No, I actually did do that. Yeah, but did well, you? I mean, studied, you know, like. At Cambridge, I, <laughs> that's clever. Gosh, in theory, I never I couldn't in get into that. It's like Oxford, isn't it? Yeah, it's smart. Um, I couldn't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, it's, it's, it's bizarre because, like, those are two sets of subjects there where you mm. just go, like, yeah, that's going to be really useful to you in your career, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. And then, weirdly, this book, yeah, yeah. I was this just going, like, totally is, yeah. yeah, no, well, I wish I could have re- remembered What's more of it. What's the newspaper that you launched that was unsuccessful? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Did they put that in my yeah. bio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to launch oh, right, an unsuccessful okay. newspaper. Okay, I've, I, I probably wrote that in my own bio at the time and I was sort of feeling like joking. Was it today? No, it wasn't today. No, it was it was much it was really unsuccessful. Today was a really good newspaper. I can't, I can't even remember. It was a it was. really good. Well, you check. I don't, I don't remember it. It was. It was the first but, newspaper in colour. Today. Oh, yeah, okay. it was. Like I mean, I was, was rem- thing. I remember like sort of when I was young, I was just like going, "Oh, there's a newspaper in yeah, colour." Yeah. Mm. Um, what was your one there? Uh, it, was, it was called the London Line. It was London it, Line. Yeah. Oh. I remember London no, Light. Yeah, London Light. That was the thing. London Light came just after it. Yeah. Um, basically, we what we did was we were a little small upstart, and we proved like remember that period where like you couldn't walk down a street in London without like teams of rival newspapers yeah, 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 yeah. hitting yeah. you in the face. Um, basically, we proved that that was a legal and could work, and then we shut down. And then oh. the two giant newspaper conglomerates came along and did their versions instead. Um, so <laughs> they they because that's they what happened there was they knew what they were doing mm. as opposed to right. us who didn't oh, know I what we were pre- doing I prefer people that don't know what they're doing I think that's more exciting well, I, 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 tr- I trust them more yeah. Yeah, pe- yeah. people who know what they're people who know what they're doing they know all the shitty tricks they, 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 they can they can they, they can ultimately you know um, do you over you know. let's start a newspaper let's yeah. start another one are, are absolutely you, no do you now feel like one's bitten twice shy about starting a newspaper <laughs> I feel like I now know a lot more about starting a newspaper, but also why it's a terrible idea and you shouldn't do it. Well, that's that's fine, because luckily... Well, you should do it if you are already a large newspaper conglomerate. No, I'll be in charge of all that. You're going to be the editorial okay, director. I, I'm really good at editorial yeah, directing, as, I've, as, as, as this this bio <laughs> makes very clear. Nat is doing... I'm a profoundly experienced editorial director. I'll pa- print it. Page three or something. <laughs> There's not going to be a page three. No, no well, there will be a page three. There'll be something sweetheart, else. Sweetheart, <laughs> the boys have got to do all the proper work. <laughs> okay, you, right. just, you just get on page three, sweetheart. All right, okay, but page three will be something that is different. Right, be... That's arse. 
There won't be an art. That's how we're going to mix it up. It'll be your art. It'll be my boobs. art. So I'll do some art on page three. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And in the adverts, will say, "Oh, Nat's art is on the." Yeah. And people will be like, "What? Nat's but art is on it's page my, three? It's my painting. But it turns out it's yeah. you doing or some of your art. My sort of tapestry or something. What would you like to do on the newspaper, Nat? You can have any. I quite job. like to print it. What? Oh, you mean like I thought you meant general job? We can't release the newspapers all in potato print. <laughs> Uh, I like to do horoscopes, I think. I quite always think I'm quite good at that. Right, and that's doing horoscopes. You're Thank the you. editorial director. What's another title that I'm the editor. doesn't really say what it is, if you know what I mean? Oh, I'd like, a, well, I'd like you to make up a title. Well, there's, there's the classic editor at large. Oh, oh that's, yeah, that's, that's nice. Uh, yeah. That's nice. You, and you are that. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. I just want to Can we change it. it to just large editor? <laughs> Because mm-hmm. she is massive, and that, that could be. And you're. Um, I'm five photo- foot eleven, but she seems to think because he's a shorter gentleman. <laughs> you're I, 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 I also, as, as a five foot four and a half. Right. Uh, yeah, look, uh, like, is she massive? Well, is she sitting down? I can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but, well, yeah, but like your legs touch the bottom bit of the chair there. Right, okay. mine, mine are sort of dangling yeah. like a, a sort of yeah. a, a puppet. Stop intimidating everyone, now <laughs> Coming in here deliberately intimidating everyone. Well, also you were in a comedy group, is that right? I w- many, many years ago. A brief have I fa- acclaimed comedy how group. N- 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 some people acclaimed Briefly us. Briefly acclaimed what, us. Yeah. Some what people acclaimed us. Uh, the group was called Fat Fat Pope. I remember that. I remember seeing uh, like Flyside in Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, yeah like sort of back early two thousands. We were. Was it just Fat Pope? Um, no, there was a, there were two fats in there. That no, may have been the typography of the. Of yeah, the it just <laughs> looks like it was a shadow or something. Yeah, possibly. I no, I remember yeah. seeing that, Edinburgh. Yeah. I remember seeing, not seeing the show, I didn't see the show, but I remember seeing that. It's fine, not, not many people did. It's <laughs> <laughs> but that's all right, isn't it? It's plenty yeah, it's, of things that like I didn't see your show, you know. It's, it's, or did oh, I? I can't remember. So, I mean, Which show was it? It depends on show it was. Well, you've been a few shows, more than one show. Sold out, a lot of them sold oh, out. Oh, was it? Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Um, so, what out of all these things, what's the? Ma- do you want to be a writer the most? I mean, I like writing. I mean, I do. I, I, I do write in my job. You know, I, I, some form of writing is always like just it's what I've always been drawn to. Like, yeah, whether yeah, it's yeah. journalism or book writing or some, you know, lots of things in between that can you know, do that. Um, but it's, yeah, I, you know, it's Moorish as well, eh? So it's sort of like it's one of them things that once you're in the zone of doing it, like I, I guess if you finish writing a book when you've been in the zone, it, it could then be like, what? I need to write something now. Yeah, no. And you finished yeah, it. You know? Yeah, and you, well, you're stuck between that sort of weird thing of going like, I, 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 if I stop writing now, um, maybe do I never get it back? Do yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I yeah. forget how to do it? Uh, at the same time, you're going, I don't want to look at a computer screen yeah, for, totally, for totally. several days. I want to just look at a pint. <laughs> a series of pints. But it is a, um, there is a muscle memory. To yeah, it, no, there, no, there really, no, there really is. Because, like, I mean, in, in in my job at Buzzfeed, like, there was a while, like, where because I was like running a bunch of other stuff, like, I hadn't actually written anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a long time, and I came back to sort of like do it, just like do a do an article, and I was just like, how 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 mm. what what how do words words yeah, make yeah, yeah. words make long word. Ropes sounds like Nat's horoscopes. This, yeah, that's pretty much what my first horoscope. And so, done. yeah, so our papers are going to be great. <laughs> we, I think, we could make a good paper. What would you want? There's a photocopier in there. Yeah, yeah. We could just like photocopy it. Here. Oh, we're going to photocopy it rather than print yeah. it. Okay, we're going to photocopy it and give it out at <laughs> Cali Road Station. Okay, have you got a name for it yet? Not yet. Okay, fine. That's what it's called. No, not yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> not yet. And it's going to be like sort of. It's all written from the point of view of that the world is ending. Oh. But the newspaper's called Not Yet, so we're giving yeah. you the news as as things are crumbling, supposedly. Is it a morning paper or an afternoon, evening standard? Just whenever paper? we finish it. But, oh, okay. the, but the, the beauty of this is because we've got Tom involved, who's mm. already written a brief history of how we fucked it all up, humans, mm-hmm. main title. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's already in that zone of like, 
of saying, you know, it's not the end of the world sort of thing. This yeah. has happened before. Mm. So, because we've got Tom on board, the whole ethos of the paper, not yet, available soon at Caledonian Road Station, is... Um, just, sorry, just Caledonian Road Station. That's quite niche. Not, not other tube stations. It's hyper, hyper-local news, mate. It's the word oh, board. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's, okay, it's just like, fine. it's a really, it's a, it's a cool, okay. cool audience. Well, people, will come here, people will come here to get it. And then it will travel anyway, because people leave newspapers on the tube. So yeah. it will end up around It'll London. It will slowly spread. On the Piccadilly spread line around anyway. like a virus. Yeah. Yeah. Around, yeah. around yeah. sort of... Go I down, like it. Down, down Maybe we should call it the virus. No, that's not a good idea. Mm. That's, Why? That, that 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 implies the way that the world will end. Let's call it. Let's call it the Ebola virus. Um, I feel like that. That I went away, <laughs> didn't it, for a bit? That was that was a exactly. Couple of years ago. It's gone so now. we're coming back with it. <laughs> I feel like the good thing about it, the the editorial line of it being that it's not the end of the world yet, is yeah. that you can't be wrong. Or at least no one can ever yes. tell you you're wrong. Yeah, because because like exactly. as as long as people as people it's still around, then it wasn't. And then, if like, the, like if they the might, paper they, was printed, yeah, it I mean, wasn't the end of the world yet. Yeah, no, You're exactly, right. exactly. Um, it'd be like that. Yeah, it'd be like submarines listening for the Archers theme tune. Mm. Just yeah, go yeah. like, oh no, the Archers are still on. It's yeah. fine. Hasn't been a nuclear attack. I've had a brilliant idea. Are you, are you, are you in on with this, Tom? Um, with I, I, yes. No, he has to be. <laughs> oh, you have to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. there. You can't. Now no, but I bet he might just be like, actually, you know what? You take it because I'm not sure if I got time to work no, on no, this no, full he's, time. He's, you have no choice. He has committed to okay, it. Okay, fine. The, the right. doors, the doors locked. I'm not, I'm not getting out. Um, <laughs> In fact, we're printing the first one tonight. Yeah, well, you, well, that's what we're going to have to send you up because I need to get Tom like, <laughs> on the old writing some on the typewriter. Get us some copy because I've got to finish the radio show and I've got to get this out tonight. She's got to do her horoscopes and stuff. Yeah, I have to do and that. we've got to send right. Toby to photocopy it in the other room. I've got to do some art. Do some art as well to pay that, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll start putting in some calls. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, try and try and get some stories. Can I just just make some up? <laughs> Don't think I'm allowed to do that. I thought that was how newspapers worked. No, I'm really not allowed to do that. You can in ours. We're not. We're not covered by Ofcom or whoever in how, charge how, of the newspapers. How does that work? <laughs> whoever are in charge of the newspapers. Right. I don't know what they're called. Independent police club. Whatever they're called. The Independent police club. Police Complaints Commission, mm. IPCC. Um, well, look, this, the, <laughs> this is this great promotion for your book. The book's called Humans: A Brief History of How We Fucked It All Up by Tom Phillips. Do you feel bad that the after asterisk's out fucked? Um, I, well, I mean, I guess like I'm glad that it's able to be in bookshops without being like wrapped in brown paper. So, um, but no, there is a little bit. Like, I mean, I sort of you could put I, a sticker on it. I saw, I, I, I saw, I saw the cover and like sort of showed it to a mate, and he just went, "Someone's put an ink splotch." All right, it's, yeah. it's, you, you, you need to do that again. That's that's that's. Uh, do you know when Count Arthur Strong brought his book out? <laughs> right, he did his autobiography. Yeah, and it had loads of writing in the margins and stuff that was written by the Count about like shopping lists and all that and um, people were sending it back to Amazon <laughs> saying, <laughs> saying that their copy had been written in <laughs> there is no joke you can make that someone won't I know, right? fail to yeah, understand yeah, totally, as a joke totally um, okay humans a brief, history, a brief history of how we fought it all up by Tom Phillips published by Wildfire already out now uh, price twelve ninety nine. Um sounds really interesting man like it really does oh thank you why were you yeah. frowning then what? No, that's, that's what my face looks no, like. No, he was oh, thinking sorry. about the newspaper and just going through Oh, yeah, yeah, he's ideas. working. He's working. We've got deadlines. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get to work, mate. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm... Got, Tom, got nice report. speaking to you. Can you please go through to the press room and do some work? <laughs> oh, right, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, that came out wrong. 
What happened? It just cut that off. That wasn't the end of the song. Maybe that yeah, was... Yeah, another bar to, to go. Well, normally you complain about a fade. You're like, I hate, I hate a slow Yeah, but I know that song already, so I know it ends and I was waiting for it to end, but then it ended like a millisecond too quick. I was quick. enjoying that as well. Same. Can you get back onto Adamant's PR and say I've played two of his songs today? Yeah, we'll note that. And so, we've still got so no free Adamant tickets to show. his thing. Get onto Adamant's PR. I just say we play two. I'll probably play more actually as the day goes on. I mean, could you do a whole Adamant show? That might get you the two. Can't now because you maybe play Duran Duran earlier on. I, didn't, I don't think I fourth, and that's that's all right. And probably everybody wants Duran to be a Duran. cat as well. I definitely didn't make you play. <laughs> you did. I didn't. No, I had to play that because I was setting up that competition, wasn't I? Oh yeah. Um, don't forget if you're an independent band or just or even if you just want to sing something in your bathroom, if you can do as a cover, you're right now on your phone. Sorry, sorry. If you can do as a cover version of Everybody Wants to Be a Cat. Might win a prize, which is a cat. We're going to give you a real no, cat. No, we're not giving away cats. Why? Just not. We'll get one, Rial's one. Stuffed cat. Get one that's going to be put down and we'll just give it away as no, a prize. No, no. No cat giveaways. I feel like you're not, like, cutting edge. Sorry. Um, I'm joined on the phone now by Kate Belant. Kate, you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm well. How are you doing? I'm okay. You're in Edinburgh now? I am. I just got in mere moments ago. Really? Have you only just landed? Um, I was in Dublin. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. You're all set. The problem with this is it's pre-record, so you'll, be, you'll already be up and running by the time this comes out. Yeah. Because it'll be next cool. Monday. Yeah. So should we pretend, should I just ask you how it's been going? Like, I'll just pretend that you... And I'll be like, it's incredible, sold out. Perfect, let's do yeah. that. So Kate, um, you've been at the Fringe now for a week. Yeah. How's your first week been going about uh, with your show Communicate? How's it been going? It's been great. I mean, I've, you know, I was nervous coming over just because of the sheer um, kind of gravity of doing the show every night for a yeah, month. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, but I've been so pleasantly surprised. Everyone's been great. Yeah. And <laughs> are you selling all right? Have you sold out every night? Oh, honey, it's sold out. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> but not for the whole run, though. Don't say it's sold No, out. God, no. Yeah. But I've, but I've had great crowds. It's been, it's been lovely. But it has been selling out every night so far in this first week of Edinburgh. Oh, just sold out every night. People, you know, they're crying when they get turned away. What about reviews? Have you had any nice reviews? Oh, yeah. The critics are going wild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they, they can't believe what hit them. They can't believe what hit the scene. Yeah, yeah. What's, so, what sort of thing have you been saying about your show, Communicate, at the Assembly Rooms? Um, you know, just paradigm-busting, genre-shifting. Yeah, yeah. Kind of seminal work. Um, <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. I've... Um, you know, I, it's embarrassing to talk about, but yeah. No, great. no, no, but I'm glad that you are. Because like, wouldn't the Fringe be a nicer... Have you done the Fringe before? No, it's my first time. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I've done it ten times. Oh. And wow. I would consider myself a broken man. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. That's, um, that's, that's a lot. That's painful. In that, that is a lot without actually having any sort of tangible or discernible success, isn't it? I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, no, it's just... It's, it's um yeah i don't know why we do it to ourselves but apparently we do yeah apparently apparently you're meant to keep coming back well i think um doing it for the first time i think you'll have a met like my first fringe which was 99 was amazing i wasn't even born yet no i wasn't I wasn't either, but I still did it that year. It's, it's if you ask around in Edinburgh, ask like Steve Bennett off Chalkland that, and they'll all tell you it was one of those just weird fringe things that happened. I wasn't born yet, but I was doing a show. No, I was actually booked on this prenatally. They already knew they wanted me, so yeah. 
Well, my first show was basically just my dad having a wank on the stage. Love that. That's how young I was. <laughs> that was my yeah, first... That's, that's impressive. Yeah, my first fringe show was my dad for 55 minutes. It, I couldn't quite... Because it was first show. I'm not going to do a full hour. Right, so right. Of 55 minutes of my dad just grasping it and going for it. Wow. And then just your mom cleaning it up. <laughs> she came on the last night. Yeah, of course. Well, my mum came on the very last night. That's, my... um, that's incredible. Yeah. Congratulations to your whole family. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> um, tell me about Communicate. Oh, what's there to say? Are you, si- mean, are you sick of really... talking about it already, though? I'm, I'm sorry, say it again. Are you sick of talking about it, promoting it? Oh, I could never be sick of talking about myself or my <laughs> okay, work. Okay, fine, and fine. The importance of my work and the acclaim. Um... <laughs> You know, it's I. I'm a stand-up. The this show is kind of an excuse um, for me to just to, to improvise a lot. Okay. And um, sometimes that comes in the form of these psychic readings, which can be shockingly um, accurate and then shockingly wrong. Okay. Nice. Um, so it's kind of kind of depends on the energy of the night and the crowd. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just kind of fucking around on stage for an hour. And uh, just hoping people don't leave. How often do you... Are, are you selling well, by the way, genuinely, in real life? Have you, have you got sort of people that come and see you and stuff? I presume you have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, when you do your psychic readings... Yeah. Do you get it... Do you... How often do you get it right? I mean, it's pretty good. Like, right now, I'm talking to you, and I'm like, oh, like, did you eat corn today? About me? Oh. Yeah, did you eat corn today? I didn't, no, no, I didn't, not today. Damn it. So that kind of thing. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> you did some more. Can we... Yeah, like, yeah, do you have a brother? Yes, I do, yeah. Whoa. Older? Pardon? Is he older? No, he's not, he's younger than me. Oh, uh, so it's the exact opposite. They yeah. Don't notice. Oh, I was, yeah. Which is... Um, hmm, okay. And did you grow up in a house that has, like, a brown door? No, it wasn't brown. So there was wood inside, though. There was some wood knocking about, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Pretty pretty powerful. You're pretty impressive. How how big a part of the hour does that make up? (laughs) I mean, to know that you had a brother. That is actually pretty mental, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I could hear your voice start to shake. I am. I'm I'm semi-quivering. Yeah, I could sense it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You knew that because of the psychic Yeah, yeah, I could sense that. Yeah. Um, Even over here, on the other side of town. I mean, I I know we've been facetious about this and pretending you've done your first week in that, but I think your first week is going to go how you said it's going to go because (laughs) (laughs) if that's what we're working with here. Well, you'll get get a call from my lawyer and my mother if you're wrong. Okay, good. And they're the same person. (laughs) Um, Where are you right now, right this second? I'm hanging up a boldly coloured blouse in my closet. Right, okay. Where are you staying in Edinburgh? Is it somewhere nice? Uh, I'm staying in an apartment, yes. I got in and I was like, oh, this is cute. You know, it's like not like a fancy place. Whatever, it's like very nice. Yeah. Um, But then I read in the little leaflet, she was like, there are lead pipes. And I, of course, like (laughs) fell into a spiral and was like, oh, I'm going to get you know, cancer, and then it's going to spread to all the generations after me if I decide to procreate. Yeah, yeah. But um, I've calmed down from that. Okay, well, that's that's a good thing. And you're at the Assembly Rooms, the George Square Studios. I am, yeah. Okay, so it's Studio 5, and you're at 9.15. Yeah, and please, to all your guests, if you bring flowers or gifts, 
um, that's encouraged. Okay, yeah. oh, really? Yeah, not, I love it. I think there's not enough. Um, I love water. I love water that comes in glass bottles. That, to me, water is the ultimate luxury item. So, so this, this is the lead pipes, isn't it? Water, sparkling water. Yeah. yeah. Anything that means you don't have to turn the taps on in that flat. Exactly. I'm going to be washing produce with sparkling water. <laughs> I reckon if you play your cards right at this point, you could probably get... It's probably not too late to get a sponsorship deal for the entire Fringe for somebody to provide you with free water. Oh, my God. Okay. Or I'm willing to do whatever it takes for that. Befriend a neighbour. Sure. And get go and buy a house pipe. You'll get off like 20 quid. Or someone very powerful in local government. Yes. Who that, can repipe if, the building I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. That, thinking about it, that might be the better way of doing it. But knowing me, that's what I'll do. Yeah, befriend local government and get them to come and just repipe the entire house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you excited about it? I am, of course. And I mean, my God, it's so beautiful here. I can't believe it. So it's like, you know, worst case scenario, you I humiliate myself in front of an international audience, but I still get to walk among the beautiful architecture. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think you can humiliate yourself at Edinburgh. <laughs> I really, really don't. Yeah, I really don't. I think if you have, if you've got a show, yeah, you're already winning Ooh, in Edinburgh. Okay. You know I mean, if you've actually put a show together, I don't think you can humiliate yourself. If you're yeah. half decent, do you know what I mean? If you're just ca- if you're a capable comedian, right? Which you've got a track record that's proved that. I don't think you can humiliate yourself. Okay, great. This is really helping me. I'm not kidding. No, 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 no but that's, that's my vote of confidence in you. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, thank God. You know what you're doing. Are you going to fly out for my show? <laughs> Am I going to fly out? Where do you think I am now? I'm not <laughs> in Edinburgh. Um, do you know what? I, I don't think, Kate, and this isn't about you, but I don't think I'll go to Edinburgh ever again. Oh, my God. To the fringe. I, I understand. I don't you, think I will. You, you had your time. You served your time. Yeah, well, and it felt that way too. But I actually don't think that I would necessarily enjoy it as a punter. Right, you right, know, right. To, to sort of just go up as an audience member. I don't think I'd even enjoy it. I don't think there'd be anything for me there. Oh. That's really how that's, I feel about it. Yeah. Present you, company you, accepted, you know what I mean? The city has... You've bled it dry. There's no more life force for you. The I city I love. I will happily yeah. go to Edinburgh again, as in a place... But yeah. obviously in the UK, well, certainly in the com- comedy community anyway, Edinburgh isn't a place anymore. It's a time. Oh. Edinburgh means yeah. August. That's that's what Edinburgh means. Right, right. Uh, um, but I've sort of now reclaimed Edinburgh back as just a place. I was there quite recently. I was, I was filming something there quite recently. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of the place. I think it's adorable. Yeah, beautiful. But I don't think, well, I, I don't think I'll come up with a fringe. But I'll be sending good vibes up for what, for what good that'll thank be. Thank you. I will receive the vibes. Okay, I will actually receive the vibe. Well, look, like genuinely, I hope you really enjoy it. I really do. I'm just bitter and old and stuff, but I, but I really hope you enjoy <laughs> it. I, I, do, I do, honestly, because you've, your first Thanks. time there, it's always ace. It's always a just quite the thing, and I think you'll miss it when it's finished. And you think what? I think you will miss it when it's finished as Ooh, well. I love that. I want to shed a single tear that look out the window on the last day. That'd be beautiful, especially if it's I'm raining excited. as well. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Um, well, look, the show's called Kate Berlant Communicate. It's at the Assembly, George Square Studio, Studio 5, 9.15 every night apart from the 13th. And you get tickets from all the usual places for the Edinburgh Fringe. Or just go to the Edinburgh Fringe and go and buy a ticket in person. And don't forget to take Kate some water, ideally. Oh, yeah. 
And um, buy it in person. Very old-fashioned. I love that. Yeah, yeah, walk yeah. Right to, walk right up to the yeah, window. Don't want to book things online. Go and queue up oh. for four hours at the Fringe Box office instead. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, mate, I hope you have a fantastic time, genuinely. Thank you. And thank, thank you for your so time today. Absolute pleasure. Any time. Okay, have a great day. Thank Bye. you, you too. Bye-bye. That was Kate Berlant. Is that, am I saying that Kate right? Kate Berlant, yeah, I love her. You what? I love her. I think she's great. Why don't you tell her? Oh, I can't tell her, can I? She's on the phone just then. I know, you, I can't, can't say just... once she's gone, I love you. No, but I can't. That's just weird. And I just I just love most things that she's been in that I've seen. Mo- well, most, I mean, I mean don't say that. No, I was actually going to say everything, but I realise I haven't seen everything that she's done. But everything that I've seen her in, I really like. I don't know her from anything. Well, I'm looking forward to the film. She's in Sorry to Bother You that's coming out soon. And I can't wait to What's see that, that film. It's uh, Boots Riley's film, new film that's coming out. All right. Very good reviews. Patton Oswalt's in it. Yeah, he's good. He's very good, isn't he? She I think she Taskmaster. I didn't realise that. Taskmaster. Taskmaster. Was it called Taskmaster? Task. Oh my god, that's really you hard say to task say. Taskmaster. It's easier. Taskmaster. Oh, I didn't realise that I'd gone to um, America. It's hosted by Reggie Watts. Nat, I am trying to play another oh, Adam and the Ants song. Play it. Play it. Tell the PR. Tell the PR. Adam and the Ants. That was. Are you listening, Adam and the Ants PR people? It's not even there. Toby, send send this soundbite. Oh, Adam and the Ants there. That was great. In fact, I enjoyed it so much. I'm such a big fan of Adam and the Ants. Or Adam Ant now, just as he is. I'm going to play another song straight away from Adam and the Ants. Straight away. Send that. So tell him that. Get chopped off. No, fades, there we go. Fades out. Fades um, out. And now you've just been very rude to the staff. No, I didn't. I, no, I feel because the listener doesn't see this sort of thing oh, happening, no. and it's really bad that you're all nice as anything on air. But well, as soon as that mic goes off, you start being abusive to no, the staff. I, can I tell you what happened? Intern Will here, who I just think is fantastic. No, he absolutely is. But um, so why did you talk to him? Like I that? said, shut that door. Doing an, really doing a Larry. I couldn't remember who did that catchphrase. You went Larry Grayson. Of course, because Larry, Larry Grayson was famous, wasn't he, for being very aggressive. No, I didn't say an aggressive. I went, oh, shut that door. But you, Will you went, looked, shut that door. I did not and then you do went, it like that. Then you went, who's that? I was like, who said that? I was like, afraid. Then, but then Will ran in and shut it. And I was like, yeah. oh, no, no, I wasn't Terrified. I wasn't shouting at you. I was just kind of doing like an impression of someone that he's probably, to be honest, he's probably never heard of. And I'm not even sure. I can't really remember Larry Grayson either. What? I do remember. Oh, I remember shut that door. Was he was amazing. Did Larry he do Grayson. a game show? Yeah, he did the Generation game for years. Uh, I'm more Bruce Forsyth here. And then Jim uh, Davis. Larry Grayson. Murdered Bruce Forsyth on that show. He was far no, better didn't. than Bruce Forsyth. Oh. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, I Bruce Forsyth. Right. Speaking of, because he, he came in all terrified. Then, yeah, I'm now a bit, little ter- bit scared. A little bit. No, I'm not scared, but I never know how to do this. I know. Okay. I always struggle with this. I'm a confident bloke, and I always struggle with this. Never meet your heroes. Or, it's not about meeting your heroes, well, but... Well, you can talk to him on the phone. I did all right with Paul Wellens, then, huh? You did really well with Paul Wellens. And he's a massive hero of mine. Right? I did all right with Miles Hunt until he started being a dick the next I mean, time I spoke to him. Maybe you meet your heroes once is the key to this. Right, come not on, twice. Just, just deep breath. And okay, just, I'll just you can do this. i got faith in you. Right, okay. I'm going to put I'm gonna yeah. put it up now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right, okay. Okay, we're joined now by Tommy Martin on the telephone. Hello, Tommy. Good evening. How are you, man? I'm very good, thank you. I'm all right. I was. Did you hear me, your intro, then? <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's really hard, man. <laughs> no, it's not. No, but it really... Do you know what? I was in the same room as you a couple of weeks ago. 
Um, um, you? Yeah, I've been in the same room as you a few times up in the players' lounge at Saints. Oh, right. And I always bottle it because I don't. Because here's the thing: I don't know what to say to you. Say hello. <laughs> yeah, no, but do you know what I mean? But and you were there. You were there with Phil Vivas, Paul Lachlan, Bernard Dwyer was there. Um, uh, it was Shane Cooper's reunion. I know. I found it? out later on Shane Cooper was there, and I didn't even realise yeah. he was there. Super Cooper. Yeah, right. I know. I know. And I just—I was there with my mum. <laughs> Should have brought her over. She wouldn't know who you were, mate. <laughs> She'd have no idea. That would have been just a normal conversation. Um, so, for people that don't know, so Tommy, you, like, you were like, we're going to be talking about um, the uh, the bowls that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, this Sunday they're coming up. When this show goes out, by the way, it's pre-recorded. So when the show goes out, it will be this Sunday. Um, but but just to sort of um, to flag you up, so so Tommy was a. Again, and how comfortable are you with the word with the word legend? Yeah. Wellens no, don't like really it. No, no. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, I think it gets bandied about way too much these days. Yeah. Um, you know, I, don't get me wrong. Was a decent player. As it goes to legend, I don't think it was a legend, but I could all be on there. Put it that way. Okay. I I well I would, and again, so I had pretty much the same conversation with Paul Wellens. I would put you in that bracket. So, and, and as someone who watched Saints for since I was like ten or summer, I guess. So, so this is going back to sort of like how old am I now? Twenty four. Twenty four now. <laughs> um, so I was watching sort of like the the year after Meninga left. I went to a couple of Meninga games, but I started watching properly, sort of eighty six, yeah. eighty seven. Um, yeah. So I did see a, a, a fair chunk of players. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got yeah, yeah. I've got plenty to choose from, really, man. And um, yeah. uh, th- there was something about your story at Saints that I found p- particularly joyous and particularly karmic because there were so many times where it looked like you were done. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there was. Oh yeah, you mean injury wise? Well, there was in- injuries, and then there was one point where it seemed you'd f- yeah you'd fallen out of favour at the club, and it was and pretty much everyone was like, "This is crazy that Tommy Martin's fallen out of favour." But that's what had happened, and that happens in rugby league or any sport. Of course it does, yeah. But but to sort of come back from that because it would have been easy for you, I think, to have just left Saints at, at many many op- you know many times you could have just gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. You get you know you do even though you're contracted to club, you still get. You still get whispers from other clubs. Would you be interested in signing for them? Uh, but at the time, Saints was a really you know we we just started winning stuff in Super League. And yeah, yeah. We had a, we had a couple of quiet years about ninety eight, ninety nine. But you know, I, I did get the chance. I was within I was only within a phone call of minutes from signing for Wigan. Right, yeah. I was, on, I was on the outer under Ellery Hanley, and you don't realise how bad it is until it happens to you how many plays it has actually happened to yeah I I, um, I feel it a bit at the moment I because I, I write for 4020 magazine oh right yeah I, I do an article in that every month and I wanted to do it this month but I'm going to leave it a month I'm going to write about the Super 8s this month but next month I'm going to yeah. write about because um, Saints have had such an amazing season this season yeah. Um, and I want to write. I'm going to write about Adam Swift and Johnny Lomax because I, f- I find their stories. These are two players at Saints mm. who Johnny Lomax was the first choice fullback, and then we've signed this world class fullback mm. who's kind of ousted him from from that position, but he's gone right. to another position now, and he's just been incredible. Like Johnny Lomax has been amazing this season, so he's not been beaten by that. Okay. And Adam Swift sort of again kind of fell out of favour a little bit and had, well he had a couple of duff performances and a, oh. and a young winger came in who um. was setting the world on fire Regan Grace um, yeah. 
But Adam's an amazing winger. Like, he's really good. He's an ace player. I love him. And I know you do, right? <laughs> and But now he's sort of had a few opportunities. Yeah. He's injured at the moment, I think. Oh, but yeah. He's, yeah. Had, he's had that's, a few opportunities. I mean, that, that's the beauty of our game. You know, you've, you've got to stay on your toes because there's, there's young kids coming in now and, they've, and they've, they've got all the confidence in the world. They're not afraid to, you know, to, to move your clothes off your peg and take yeah, yeah, yeah. your place as such. So... You know, it, it is good, but it's not good for the player. But it keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you've you've got to be, you've got to play, you've got to do your A game every week. If you have a duff game, then you're out, and there's always someone else up now who's up and coming who's prepared to take your place. Yeah, yeah totally. And it, and it's a uh, so it's cutthroat in that respect, really. But uh, again, I do worry about people's well-being. You know, it just in a, on a yeah. human level, I, I worry about that. And I think that was quite clear that year when you quote-unquote fell out of favour because at the time yeah. we had a coach in Elry Hanley who's a world-famous rugby league player who became a coach and yeah. all voices were saying how wonderful he is mm. how brilliant he is and how, you know, oh, he's, he's changed the team he's turned it all around all this sort of thing but in the middle of all that you also had Tommy Martin mm. who was out of favour and it's like, well, it's not quite right because... How Tom- do you get out... So, so if you, is out of favour meaning that somebody... As you said, like it's like a younger comes in, and then you fall. How do you well, fall just, out of just, favor? Uh, okay. No, well, what it what it was the, the <laughs> coach at the time. Uh, I, I was playing, and I just wasn't the coach's cup of tea. It was as mm. simple as that. Um, the player who they was on about bringing in was a lad from Halifax, and I thought I was a better player than him, and he thought he was a better player than me, and rightly so. I, I had no problems with that. Mm. Uh, it was just the way I went about it. Uh, yeah, mm. you know, obviously people see the coach and. He's he's the uh, he's the figurehead for the club every week, but they don't see behind the scenes on how you get treated and things yeah, like yeah. that. You know, there was times where where the coach at the time would just walk past me, wouldn't even acknowledge me. So you just thought, well, you know, I, I don't I don't want to stay and play here. But then, you know, at the end of the day, you've got to you've got to provide for your kids and and your, and your life. You know what I mean? You still got to earn a wage and pay your bills. Um, so I just thought, well, I'll stay and fight my cause. Yeah. Uh, fortunately for me, Ellery got sacked for for branding the board at Saints uh, a, bu- a bunch of dinosaurs yeah. and black vision. Oh, yeah. And all the directors come out and said, if he's not gone in the morning, we're withdrawing our money. Oh. But I believe, well, I know for a fact that the next player out the door after me was Kieran Cunningham. Yeah. He was he was being uh, swapped for a lad called Richard Patchniuk. Wow. Who I know really well because we me and. Me and Pat signed on the same night at Oldham when we when just before we, you know, four years before we joined St. Thomas, we signed for Oldham. And me and Pat signed on the same night, so it was true that you know Ellery was going to sign Patch and Kieran was gone. Who and, and Kieran Cunningham again, just a club legend, just like was, you know, yeah. po- possibly the greatest soccer to ever yeah. play the game. Bizarrely, his understudy is now that as well in mm. James Roby. I mean, you, know? you see, you see it even more now in football, don't you? You know. If, if you based up, I mean, look at young Luke Shaw at Man United, and you know he he was one of the he was one of the best up and coming left backs, and then right. uh, Mourinho just doesn't rate him. You know, it's it's just a it's just a coach's opinion. I don't and watch it, football, it, it, Tommy. Wrong, I know Mourinho one, is. Yeah, it's just one person that can change your whole life forever. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But but that, it, that's the sad thing. But here's the thing: is that he it, it, it almost. Elry almost well did pick the wrong battle there really because you were so 
genuinely loved by Nosy Road, by the by the speckers and stuff. Do you know what I mean? We we know when we're onto a good thing, and we know when somebody uh, you know certainly appears to love playing for the team. Yeah. And certainly, I, I remember that, that when we won the inaugural Super League trophy, and just that because you, you scored the first try against Warrington, which was yeah. gonna, was, was going to win that. After about you, forty seconds. Yeah, 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 and that was, and we would you know jumping on the terraces and stuff yeah, and you yeah. were taking the piss out of Sean Edwards after you scored and all that it was a Wigan player at the time mm. he used to nod at the camera and yeah, Tommy did that yeah. as well and you sort of feel then like you're one of us then you know and Wellens had it as well but he was less brazen than you but yeah, yeah. but you and, and Roby and Cunningham I guess as well you sort of feel like the one of you so really yeah, to, yeah, he, he picked the wrong battle with you really because because we, we were never going to let you go or we, well we certainly would have well, we'd have kicked off if I you would- had yeah, well, it was it was only it was only the fact that what what the what the board said was that you could go to any club because myself and Vila Matotia yeah. went into a meeting because Vila was on his way out as well, and uh, we tried to take we had a meeting with the board and they said, listen, uh, if you can go to any club you want, but you can't go can't to can't go Wigan. Wigan, yeah. So we, we, me and myself and Vila, I bought a little voice recorder from Margos. <laughs> and I said to Vila, right, come on, we'll go and have another meeting and we'll record it. And could we get the bastards to say anything? <laughs> they wouldn't say a word. Yeah, they wouldn't say a word. So the time, the time, myself and my agent, like he was, uh, it was uh, Tommy Cunningham, Kieran's brother. Oh, yeah, okay. And uh, he put the fields out and he said, right, Wigan want to sign you. Well, I'd, I was staying away from St. Helens at the time. Right. Uh, I just thought, well, what's the point? I'm not, I'm not going to get in again. And he said, right. So Tommy phoned me up one morning. He said, right, Wigan want to sign you. So I said, right, well, I'm just going to go out for a bike ride. I said, you sort out the time. I said, and I will, um, and I will come back. We'll get a show and I'll meet you at Wigan. And uh, Maurice Lindsay was going to say, right, well, we'll sign you and we'll take it to a tribunal. You know, we'll state that, you know, if you'll stand up and say that the director said you won't sign for, you can't sign for Wigan. Right. So, yeah, of course, because I was, I was gone. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't training at the club. They'd just signed Daryl Trindle as well. Yeah. So there was no way I was going to play. And then uh, as I come back from the bike ride, I said, right, what time are we going? And he just said, Morris has bottled it. He, he, he don't want to go to tribunal. So I was stuck. And then fortunately for me, Tricky played about five games, was in was in um, hot water with the club about th- on three or four occasions and they released him and then the next other coming was Millward yeah yeah who you were uh, in favour with yeah yeah and then and, 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 you, and you sort of ripped the world apart then at that point as well it was like it, uh, my memories of Tommy Martin as a player are very much of, of somebody that who, who wasn't an underdog but seemed like one yeah, yeah. I, I, the thing is, I always, I just always tried to play with a smile on my face. Yeah, so no, that, that was there, that was totally there. But you were also, as I recall anyway, always up for it, always celebrated more than anyone else, as, as I recall anyway. And, yeah. and like even the Pracky match, even when Steve Prescott had his, um, you know, that match after he announced that he yeah, was poorly, yeah. I remember that game and just sort of being, that you know, the, the, the no, it wasn't that game. It was a testimonial game that I saw you at. It might have been the last game at Nosy Road when before Nosy Road was knocked down. And I remember, I, I can just vividly remember you, even in those non-important games in terms of competition, still being up for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think you'll ever take that out. You know, once you cross that white line, I don't think you can ever... Once you cross the white line onto the pitch, I don't think you can ever take that out of a player. Yeah. It, it, it's a competitive streak in you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I, if you don't, don't switch... You know, at the end of the day, we're all... 
we were all sportsmen, you still want to be a sportsman, although your legs and your body can't take it, in your mind you still think you can do it. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, and <laughs> you know, we've played in a few games since and we've been coming off with uh, pop rib cartilages and, you know, uh, knees have gone. You yeah. know, we played in the Cathy, Cathy Stankovic Memorial a couple of years ago and, you know, it, was, it was started off as tick and pass and the next thing there was head eye shots going in and elbows. Never never stays tick and pass, does it? Ever? Yeah, no, it, it never does, but that's just a... I think that's just a, not the warrior in you, but the competitive edge in you. You know, you want to, you want to do. If you're going to do it, you do it proper and you do it well. And well, luckily you never became a warrior because because that, that would have been an awful. <laughs> that w- that's an yeah. awful sliding doors option in my head. That would yeah, have been absolutely it was, awful. It was. I mean, at the end of the day, I didn't. I didn't want to. You know, I come from Lee and we hate. Yeah, of course. We hate Wigan just as much as St Helens do. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, I, I had to pay bills and. And think you know, and oh, I get it. That, you yeah. know, young son to look after. But you know, if they were if they were going to pr- provide the bread, then I had to take it. No, uh, I totally understand that, man. I'm just I'm just glad it didn't happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, looking back, I'm glad it didn't happen because they had another great three or four years where we become world club champions, and yeah. Super League champions. You know, so yeah. I mean, I was more than happy to stay at St Helens because I never wanted to leave in the first place. So we're doing this uh, this weekend. Coming. It's the Johnny Vegas Crown Green Bowls Challenge. So it's in aid of the Steve, Steve Prescott. I mentioned that. So Steve mm-hmm. Prescott um, was a, a fullback at Saints. Yeah. Um, he eventually it was amazing. Was a brilliant, brilliant player. Genuinely brilliant. Um, and he, he moved to Hull, and then I think he went to Wakefield as well for a short period of time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he was um, diagnosed with a rare form of stomach cancer. Okay. Um, and was given a very short amount of time to live. But in that time, as it transpired, he lived a lot longer than this. Yeah. But in that time, he worked um, almost surreally hard. In fact, not even almost. It was surreal what he did, yeah. what this dying man did. It was, yeah. it was unbelievable. Marathons and oh, wow. endurance tests and stuff like that and set up the Steve Prescott Foundation. Um, Steve sadly died, you know, a few much longer than was expected later. Yeah, yeah. I think he lasted about seven years, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, totally. And he also died, by the way, it, it was after he had a... He was basically put himself forward as a guinea, a guinea pig for an operation yeah. that, mm. That's right, that just yeah. doesn't... Hadn't worked before, or they hadn't done before. Okay. He had he had a complete hole, new <coughs> intestines, organs, everything inside him. Yeah, and it was it, was, it wasn't long after, was it, that he died? And there's people now, by the way, who are having that operation. Mm. Who were successful? Well, semi-successful. It's, it's still early stages of it. Yeah. Really, they're still working. Yeah, out. we just we just had a close friend who did um, Kilimanjaro with us last year for Steve Prescott. Her her sister-in-law lived an extra three years from having this operation yeah. and sadly sadly just passed away a couple of weeks ago but it is prolonging people's lives obviously you know technology is getting better every time but Steve was the first person to have the pioneering surgery in the, the whole world and there's about four or five people who've had it since and Yeah, like you say it gives them an extra three or four years which is priceless yeah and, and it's it's one of them because I, I, I champion rugby league, Tommy, and it's, it's my sport. And you know, I've grown up yeah. watching Saints and that, and I, I cry about Nosy Road not being there. And I'm, I'm really yeah, yeah. emotionally attached to it, and um, and I sort of and I, I try and get the balance right. Talk about rugby league with the you know the limited platform that I have, but I, I, you know I want to plug it all I can. But people like Steve Prescott mm. should sell the sport of rugby league just as uh, just as, as as a legend, as as a thing that happened. Like uh, his his life was unbelievable. Yeah. Steve Prescott's life. Like if, if it was a football player, this there'd be stadiums oh, yeah. named after him and statues all over might the place. Well be a film. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so 
so we're doing this thing at the weekend. So what it is, is Johnny Vegas... Um, I don't know if he started it actually. It, might, it was probably Beth. Yeah, it was, it was Johnny and uh, Johnny's dad, wasn't it? That's right. And with Lowell, yeah. Match against um, Scully. Against Paul Sculthorpe, who's another Saints oh, legend. Okay, right. Um, so it's basically a, a Crown Green Bowls tournament. I love bowls. But how this works is we have celebrities down, mm-hmm. um, celebrities, uh, rugby league players, people who are local celebrities, I guess, as yeah. well. Would be covered by that, um, and people get to uh, to to pay. A, a, Whatever they win on the auction mm-hmm. to partner that celebrity for the day in this bowls oh, okay. tournament. So who's there? Um, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, this it is pretty impressive. Who um, We have Tommy Martin is on the phone to us now. Yes, impressive. Uh, Barry McDermott, who's mm-hmm. a Leeds Rhinos former player, yeah. now a Sky Sports pundit. Um, Lee Breers, who was a former Saints player, who again sort of fell out of favour in the weirdest of ways. Oh, okay. After playing really well, and then. Well, did he, he didn't even fall out of favour, did he? He was sort of like a... He was doing well, but then he went to Warrington. Uh, and he, then he did very well at Warrington. OK. Um, so these are the local sort yeah. of rugby league players and yeah, stuff. Yeah. More to be announced. But we've got Johnny. Mm-hmm. Ricky Tomlinson. Oh, wow. That's great. Sean Gibson. Yeah, From Karsha. Tim Healy. Oh, wow, OK. Yeah. Martin Fry from ABC. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mike Parr. He's on uh, Emmerdale. St. Helens okay. actor. yeah, yeah. Um, Wagger from Rugby AM I don't know that, who that is um, Is it like Soccer AM? Yeah, Wayne Godwin, Wayne Godwin. Oh, is it Wayne Godwin? Alright, yeah. fine That's fine uh, Martin Murray Boxer from St. Yes, Helens yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, like, it's That's a really Hacker's coming Barry down Barry Hacker Mac, the dog Great, my favourite Yeah, I, said, I mentioned Barry Yeah, Barry McDermott um, It's a really good sort of and, and by the way The auction's finished now By the time this comes out So you can't buy tickets you can, to, to come to this It's basically a donation on the door Okay That's all it is so it's, right. a, it's at Ruskin Drive um, which is in St. Helens. Yeah. And it's just, I went down there to do a recce the other day because I'm doing, I'm commentating. Lovely, isn't it? It's really good, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. It's lovely. But I'm commentating with Terry O'Connor. Oh. <laughs> um, oh, what is that love for? Apparently. It's Terry O'Connor like. <laughs> I don't know him. Okay. Do you not know him? Really I'm, good lad, Terry. Yeah, no, it certainly seems that way. Yeah, very good lad. Do you know what? Again, going back to that Prescott game, the one where and Steve Pl- Steve Prescott played in this game. It was not. It was shortly after he announced he was poorly. Yeah. And we had this game at Saints, which was um, the Wembley team of 1996. Yeah. Um, against a team of legends, and that was the day that I felt. I mean, I've never been so heartbroken on a terrace in my life. It was really oh. inspiring as well. It was, and, and I sometimes watch the DVD now if I want to just sort of get yeah a bit emotional. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah, and a yeah. bit inspired. Um, and it was that day that Terry O'Connor, who I hated as a player, and Barry McDermott, who I despised as a player, mm-hmm. that them two really went into the Saints fans' you know estimation. They, they were properly, they were good that day. Why did you despise them as players? They were dirty. Oh, okay. They were, though, eh? Well, is that is that an official <laughs> thing? Were they? Or is that just your thoughts on it? But oh, they were. Di- Barry- oh, we had a, we had our own first year of dirty players. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I, well, I don't remember. Do feel is despised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like but Barry Mack was—he was. Come on, Tommy. <laughs> no, well, I, to be fair, I, you know, I wouldn't get in a fight with him. Put it that way. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And he's there I, on Saturday, I, I, sorry. Yeah. And you're and you're saying yeah. he's a dirty player. Oh, this will go oh, out. Oh God, mad. he's not mad. We, uh, we, joined, oh. we signed at Oldham. He signed the year after me at Oldham. Right, okay. So we, we, we go back really well, you know, a long time, and we, we all played for Ireland together with Terry. And of course, Barry. yeah, of course you did. 
So, yeah, no, he, I mean, don't get me wrong. He, he always had to have an head man in your pack and Barry and Terry were certainly them in their teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we had Baylor and Apollo and, you know, Sonny, we had Sonny Nickel. Christ, uh, no one was despised more than Sonny Nickel in Super League. Apollo wasn't dirty. No, but, no, but Apollo was tough. Vila was. Vila was, but Sonny was just disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but he did it well, I thought, Sonny Nickel. Oh, didn't add it that well, really. But not against a fire, he didn't. But anyone else, no. he was absolutely fine. Um, so anyway, this is mm. it's this Sunday. Okay. It's at Ruskin uh, Ruskin Sports Village in St Helens. So it's this Sunday, the twelfth of August. Um, and if you go on Twitter, to Steve Prescott's Twitter and stuff, you'll get all the details on there. Okay. But I, I really think I, I I can't I can't see how this can't be rammed. Oh, it will be with that lineup. No, it certainly yeah. should be. But it will be. The it? problem is, we need people to know about it. Okay, so you turn up uh, to Ruskin. What's it called? Ruskin <coughs> Drive. Ruskin Drive. Ruskin Drive. Now. Yeah. And so there's no ticket, so you just turn up and make a donation, right? That's, that, as, as I understand, that's how okay. it works. Yeah. All right. that's yeah. Correct. And there's like all entertainment stuff on as well, the stalls and all the rest oh, of it, and hackers, great. hackers doing like a little show and stuff. Great. Um, I, I, I just think it'll be a really yeah, it's a fun day out. Yeah, yeah, it should, yeah. Be, it should be a good day. Providing the weather's good, it should be a great day out. If the weather's not good, Tommy will do some. We'll work some out. You can do indoor bowls. Put a, put a roof up. No, you can do put a little cover over. Nah, well, we'll just have a party, or we'll just go and get on one of them rugby pitches yeah, and just have just a. Get on the lash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't get leathered. Yeah. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you, Tommy. Oh, thank you very much. No, it's been great. Being on your show, um, and I'll hopefully see you at the weekend, and I'll 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 try and get over myself. Say hello in the bar. If you see me in the bar, you gotta come and say hello. Uh, it's hard for me, man. Is it hell? No, it is. Be less hard Only now. Two legs like everybody else in one head. <laughs> I might I might have six fingers on one hand. That's from being from than that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll do that. I'll 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 build up to it. It'll be It'll fine because you've chatted now. No, but I'm also I'm not that sort of person who'd go Just up and go say, up and like, "All oh. right, I'm here." And you go, well, thanks for coming on the show the other day. That's it. But I'm dead normal when I talk to people. Yeah, yeah. It's just how so I'm we. feeling. So we dead normal. I know that, but it's how I'm feeling inside, Tommy. Oh. <laughs> it's all about. I've got a picture of you on my wall. No, not just you. I mean, it's a, <laughs> no, right, it's a, it's a cup picture. So it's everyone lifting the cup at the same time. But do you know what I mean? That, that's weird. And because as, as when I met Wellens in that, and I sort of said, I've got a mug with you on it. It's weird. Do you know what I mean? It is a weird thing. Yeah, but sides are well all these. You better have two handles on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tommy Martin, thanks ever so much for joining us. No worries. Thank you. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Oh, that's nice. You did really well. I kept, know, right? Kept your shit together. I did, didn't oh, I? I swore. I thought I'd, I thought I'd oh, quit swearing. you're doing so well as well. Kept your cool. Then you put a swear kept at the end. Um, I've lost the really clock. Oh, well, it's... Uh, clock, it's, no, there. It's Have you seven, took the clock down? No, it's there. It's, it's here. Oh, it's God. It's telling me a mere woman's way. Um, look, look, if you are in the northwest area... Oh, um, and you can get yourself to St Helens this Sunday uh, it, it, we'll have a good laugh and there's some proper famous people in there as well and everyone I think will be very down to earth and people will just be milling Sounds about great. with other people and that. Tom Oak like Ricky Tomlinson yeah that would be amazing and and I bet he's fun I think he seems really like a nice guy I don't know him really but oh I love him I, I, of course he will be I read his book very good very funny Was really it? good book yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, go to it if you're in the area or if you're not yeah. in the area just drive not 
Or get, get a train. Strike. Just get a train. Get stri- yeah, th- that's not, you're all over this, aren't you? I know, yeah. I'm doing PR. I want get to do PR a plane for if you live in America. Fly in. Yeah, yeah. If you're rich, get a helicopter in. Yeah, just land on the bowls. Give green. a big donation as well. Yeah, proper do that. Mm-hmm. Well, again, it's, it's, it's sort of half not really about the donations there. So, so it's... They want to raise money, don't no, they? No, absolutely, of course they do. But they should do that as a matter of course. That yeah, should just happen. Yeah. Um, it's more... Uh, for me, how I feel about it is Pracky, Steve Prescott, was just such an inspirational gentleman and he had such an incredible life and... and such a heart-wrenching life as mm. well and such horrible things happened to him and he, and he was never overcome by them even in death and I like the idea of that of someone not even being beaten by something even in death Yeah. so I think the legacy of Steve Prescott's really important I met, I met his widow the other day Lindsay when we went to his recce and stuff and um and, and I was thinking when we were all there, like, this must be really hard, this, to keep doing things in your husband's name. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? When you, when you lost him in such an awful way. Um, but the heart is clearly there, and the heart yeah. is clearly there to, to keep this legacy going. And it's such an important... I'm not a big charity person at all, really. I tend to just be one-on-one with charity, as you know with me, and the homeless and yep. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Rather than give to homeless charities, I'll give it to the fucking people there. Mm-hmm. But... Um, as far as organised charities are concerned, I'm very attached to this one, and, and, and you know, very much believe in this one, and I think that it's come from a very, very good place and a very inspiring place. If, if you can't go, are you, is there any way that you're able to donate? If you would like to, just go, go to Steve Prescott's Twitter, go okay. to, the, to the website and stuff as well. There's loads of places you can do it. You can, okay. you know, you can do that, or you can set up, I guess, a direct debit. I presume I don't know if that's a thing or not. But again, just I think keeping the legacy alive is really mm. important. That's 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 what oh, it feels nice. to me. And I'll say about Tommy Martin. I didn't want to say it when he was on the air then. He has given so many things away from his playing days, medals and stuff, yeah. to charitable causes. Mm. Like when Bradford Bulls were going under, and they ultimately did go under, they went bankrupt. Yeah. He sold his um, like medals then. Aww. He sold stuff for Steve oh, Prescott. Nice. He's Challenge Cup winning medals. So do you know He's what I mean? Great, there's some, yeah, there's some really proper nice good eggs in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? So even if you don't engage with me when I talk about rugby league, these are the reasons I love it. Mm-hmm. These are the reasons that I care about rugby league. But apart from sport itself, yeah. is the the people and the personalities. When Paul Wellens was on here, he was saying to us, "I said, how do we sell this game?" And he said, "Players." Okay. He said that day in that interview, the players, yeah. the players are accessible. The players sell the game well. They've got a million stories to tell and stuff. You know, it's it, and and it's probably right, mm. really. So um, there you go, that's my, that's my speech. I think we're out of time, aren't we? Uh, we are, just quickly though, because Lisa Williams has tweeted in. Hi Lisa. Says, Ian Boldsworth, congratulations on the 100th show. I'm sitting here listening in brackets, that's if it all goes to plan on Friday, <laughs> recovering from surgery on my hand. Oh, heavens. Thanks for making me laugh on so many occasions. Here's to another 100. That's a good one. Thank you, Lisa. And, and very best of luck. I hope your hand does get fixed as well. Mm. It's pretty fixed by now. Is she recovering Yeah, now? she's listening it's fixed, now. fixed, mate. Recovering. Sorry, fixed. Look at that magic! It doesn't. It's not under a show, is it? I've done. I mean, you've done more than you've just done a hundred as Ian, so yeah. you know that's fine. They all feel the same to me, though. Huh. Some they better all, than others. Some better than others. They all just mould into one <laughs> in my head. Uh, Sarah and the Mouse coming up now with a hip hop show. Thanks for joining us. We shall see you again next week. Come to Ruskin Drive Sunday if you can. Bye. Say bye now. Bye. <laughs> If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.